0: I uh, beat Wonderboy Boy in one day. Yay.
1: And we're sad to say, but Nintendo main podcast is being canceled. But join us next week for Super Nintendo main.
0: Mini. Mini. Nintendo main episode 66, good old 6-6. Wow, we're two-thirds of the way to the Dark Lord returning. <laughs> yeah, if we get to 666 episodes, we'll just, we'll live forever now, then, because uh, our souls will be of taken by the demon, or whatever, yeah. the ancient with demon that, lord.
1: With that star inside of the circle and everything, I'm down with that.
0: Yeah, so uh, you have that to look forward to when we get when we get to that. I don't know how many weeks that takes to get to 600 more episodes in, but, you know, we can make it work. I think so. Yeah. We're back from the Midwest Gaming Classic. We had our big double episode last week. Hopefully you listened to all of it. It was like almost our longest episode. Oh, that was a
1: big old episode.
0: By, uh, it was actually, it was maybe like 20 seconds less than our Pokemon episode that we did. That's still the longest episode. Didn't quite make it there, but it's, it was really close. It's like, they were both like two hours and 11 minutes and one was like 20 seconds and one was like 30 seconds. So it's like close, but they were two shows. Anyway, we're not as big this time, but we're your hosts. I'm Trey, Lizardman, Johnson.
1: And I'm Jeremy Discontinued-McKowski.
0: Yeah, uh, so sad. Um, And we're your hosts for, you know, hopefully your place for Switch news and Nintendo stuff and all of that sort of things. So let's just start with the news here. There's a big one we have to talk about, of course, uh, NES Classic. Nintendo has said that they are stopping production on that. It's done. Yeah, so that's either a really dumb idea or uh, uh, it's probably a dumb idea. I don't know. It's it's hard for me to. I guess you could say that maybe there could be many ways they're trying to go about it here because we don't have a virtual console yet. But maybe we will now sooner because of that. Or maybe they there's also a Eurogame rumor going around saying that uh, that they have a Super Nintendo Mini in the works, which anybody could say that's you know that that's a thing because that would make sense for them to make and another it, one. It's
1: probably it will probably be a thing at some point in history. So
0: yeah it's a safe assumption yeah i'm more curious like if they like after playing it like wonder boy just came out like yesterday and playing something like that that was like so well emulated like in the old-timey uh 8-bit graphics which we'll get into more in, in more detail in our topic but uh seeing stuff like that just makes me want to see more like old school games like properly emulated in hd and all that yeah and all like the go. Is
1: on the pixel perfect nes classic mode
0: yeah, I that's not the last we're going to see of that, which I don't think it will. But I mean, what Definitely do you? Not. I mean, what do you think? It's uh, make way for the virtual console. Do you think it's the Super Nintendo Classic? Like, do you think they just right, decided to so hate I money?
1: Here's what I think, and this <laughs> is something that I'm kind of basing off a few r- rumors I read here and there. It's possible, like either they were taking a slight loss or they were not making much profit at all off the hardware for this thing. Oh, I would. So if, so if they weren't actually, you know, people think they're printing money, but if they're only making 50 cents a console or something like that, then it's not really printing money for them. Um, yeah, there, there are people that, I I guess I, Definitely read some comments on the internet about speculation, so I don't know what truth there is in it. But, you know, there's theories that there were production lines set up and they were just like testing them out by making the NES Classic, but they were going to use those for the Switch eventually. Uh, Yeah. I've had my theory that it was made with recycled components from Wii U's they hadn't sold. I don't know if that's true either. There's a lot of things that could be, but ultimately, like, they're going to make another one eventually, so they're just done for now.
0: Yeah, this maybe, one. Either, or they could be making a newer version, I guess. Some people think that too. Like a newer updated version that maybe is right. expandable or something like that. Or, or my roommate was saying that he thought, uh, he thought that it was like a, um, because it was getting hacked or whatever, which I thought was silly because every system's hacked. Like, since people are like modding it or whatever. Right. But that's, that can't be... No, I mean, I mean, people are already I mean,
1: hacking the Switch. Like, it'll be hacked. Yeah,
0: that's what I'm saying. Like, the PlayStation hacked. Like, every, everybody hacks everything. That's just something that happens. Like, it's hard to release something that's unhackable, I think. But, I don't know. Hopefully, maybe it's for a better version. Maybe it's just to, to draw more attention to the Switch. Maybe they, they are losing money on it. I mean, I find that hard to believe. But, I mean, it maybe because they didn't make, sell that many. But, I mean, they makes, sold everyone it makes they had. Sense. But.
1: Yeah. It makes sense, and it's also kind of a duh sort of thing. Just like... Yeah presupposing they will release an SNES classic, yes, eventually there will be virtual console on the Switch. So yeah, they don't want to compete with themselves. They don't want people to be able to buy, well, hey, you can buy a sixty dollar thing that has, you know, thirty games on it. you can getting yeah. them for two dollars a piece, or you buy them for five dollars a piece on the Switch, you know. Yeah. Yeah, maybe they don't want to compete with themselves.
0: True. But they uh I don't know, I felt like the NES Classic was was a system that wasn't really made for the average gamer that would want the Switch. Like, I thought they were kind of doing sort of an outside-of-the-box thing with that, you know, trying to sell it, you know, because they sold it, like, American Apparel, like, stuff like that, where you could just sell them at weird stores and people would buy them. People that probably don't play games anymore, you know, would probably pick it up, so.
1: Yeah, it was just, like, a collectible toy. Yeah, well, they it made it happen- a
0: lot made it a lot more approachable, too. Like, like, say somebody, like, really liked the Nintendo in the 80s, but they don't really play games anymore and they haven't played in years and they want to like play like Castlevania 1 or something again. I mean, could you imagine like explaining to them like how difficult it would be to get like back into that if there wasn't just a box you could get? It's like, well, you got to buy like this $300 system, and then you got to set up internet, and then you got to go on there and buy all these things for like $5 after that. It just seems a lot more approachable to just be like, "Oh, here's this box for 60 bucks. There's 30 games on it," you know, have at it. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's it's a shame and uh, I don't know if I don't know if you mentioned about that NES that you got last week. Or not on our episode? Do you remember if you did?
1: No, I did not.
0: Okay, um, well. it was
1: actually the <laughs> day before they said they were stopping production.
0: So you have a bit of a goldmine now, I guess. Depending on how much, I mean, I think they're they're selling. They're still selling for around like two hundred, probably, right? Like online. Yeah. So the, the
1: story is that I was meeting my parents near a disc replay, which is just you know a resale store. I think they've got outlets all around the country.
0: Uh, or they might be regional. Whatever. There's multiple. Yeah. I've just seen in them. Store. I've just seen them around so, here, but I don't know. I haven't really looked for them elsewhere.
1: Yeah. Well, anyway, I I went in and they just had an S or they just had an NES Classic sitting there in the display case, and there was kind of like something laying on top of it uh, where I couldn't see the price tag. So I was like, "Hey, what's up with this S? Where this NES Classic? I keep saying SNES. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what's up with this NES Classic? How much does it cost? And they were like, uh sixty nine ninety nine. I was like, really? All right, I'll take it, you know, like without even hesitation. Well, yeah. Why wouldn't you? And uh, yeah. that must be whatever the, their corporate, you know, whatever policy is on selling that particular console. I don't know why they would
0: sell it. <laughs> $10 more or $9 more. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I I got, I mean, I of course I got it.
1: I hadn't seen one in the wild since, you know, the midnight release when I just happened to get that one. Yeah. And I saw the box of six, you know, that's the most I ever saw at one time sure Uh, but yeah so i i don't know i kind of want to give it away as a gift um that's probably what i'm doing with it
0: yeah but don't but don't you kind of want to like wait and see like what becomes of it (laughs) or if it i don't know now that it's discontinued it's kind of like i would think about like holding on to it i guess if it was me just kicking back and seeing what happens yeah i guess i don't know because they're probably going to become a hot thing and apparently there's going to be one more shipment before they completely go dead from what i heard
1: well see that's the thing they're gonna they're gonna gonna send out whatever they have Shipment is like a huge shipment. Probably not, though, because I I still think it'll get bought out by scalpers that try to gouge the prices.
0: Well, especially now that it's discontinued 100%.
1: Well, and I'll tell you what. Yeah. I looked on eBay because I always... D- them on ebay and uh people ha- are selling the nes classic now with just the picture for the the item instead of showing them the nes classic is the article that says oh this is a uh, discontinued Nintendo yeah. announces discontinuation yeah like oh, that's yeah. what they're selling them yeah that's what they're using to sell it right now and they're going for yeah they i saw
0: some going for over
1: 300 so
0: yeah well now they want they want to make sure that people know that so they put it right at the top like, hey, you can't buy this anymore. Well, you couldn't buy it before, but now you really can't buy it. <laughs> you know,
1: but people are also selling the ones where they've added games, and those are still going for an exorbitant amount, which surprises me because you'd think it would be worth less because it had been modified. What uh, do they? What, are what, what do
0: they sell those for then? Like five mean, hundred?
1: Around the same price, case. two to three hundred bucks. Yeah. So you know, you get the extra games, but you're pretty much paying the same amount. Um, so. I'm just surprised that they're not selling for like much less because they've been. I guess the hardware hasn't been modified, but they can still brick, you know, and stop working.
0: Oh yeah, I guess I don't know. Yeah, I haven't really looked in modified ones. I haven't really looked in them, looked into them at all after I decided I was just going to get different. Well, presents they have for modded and family I think, members. Uh, I know they were modded. I want to I mean, say
1: I want to say 600 games is the max that anyone's gotten onto it.
0: Yeah, but still, that's a shit ton of games. I mean, to thirty. Isn't that like more than there actually were originally? I mean, I thought there was only like three hundred some games.
1: Most, it's most of them. I, yeah, I thought, thought there were six hundred something in oh, the U.S. Maybe.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Don't, don't quote me on that. I thought. I just thought. I just thought the number was lower as to what was released, and that's not counting like all the homebrew stuff that they have,
1: right? Which is what which, Jeffrey Wittenhagen was saying. That yeah,
0: that it's getting close.
1: They're past. Uh huh. It's getting close.
0: But yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. It's. It'll be interesting to see. I guess what becomes of the NES classic now i mean well it's you know it's going to become of nothing but you know if there's a if they send out a lot of them at the end which i don't think they will it doesn't sound like it you know i think they're just gonna whatever their next shipment was they're gonna do they're just gonna that's just gonna be it but it's i guess i guess we could i, I mean we shouldn't be that surprised i guess because it's you know when it came out it kind of felt like a collector's item type thing and shouldn't really surprise us if they're just gonna be like that's it you know there it is if you got it you got it if you didn't you didn't but that makes me if they are doing the super nintendo one i hope that it's not going to be that like that again just of the possibility of me not getting one of those would make me really sad because i like that well, much that much better I've than the nes the internet,
1: people are already saying fuck you nintendo like yeah i'm not buying your snes classic which but you will got <laughs> if the rumor, yeah, exactly. If the rumor is correct, they've got eight months to change their mind, or seven months, or whatever. If yeah. they do it in November again, no. I just found uh, it, there were six hundred and seventy-nine U.S. NES releases. Okay, I just yeah. looked that up to uh, confirm the number. Sure.
0: Yeah. No, so you I, can fit yeah.
1: most of the total library. And I don't know if there's anything that's incompatible. I don't know Most why. Not.
0: Why would it be an issue to not be able to fit it? Like, can't they mod it and put whatever sort of memory thing they want on there? I mean, I don't know. I don't mod things.
1: But... Well, it's whatever the total amount of memory is on the chip, because it's all on one chip. Oh, So I don't okay. think people are actually replacing anything physically. Okay. They're just... They just figured out how to get into the memory, which is Flash and add more to it. And it's all running through the same, like, emulator that everything else is running through.
0: Does it add, like, save states and all that, too? Like the, everything, in there?
1: as far as I can tell, everything runs the same way. It even has, like, the pixel perfect
0: mode and everything. Yeah, but yeah, is perfect. it, like, on the menu? Like, can it still, like... I mean, yes. Probably, I mean, it won't be able to tell you, like, what games are two-player and, like, what years they came out in and all that. Oh, good
1: point. Yeah, I don't know Yeah, I'm know sure they that.
0: didn't do all that in there, you know. No, unless and they did not and, all the
1: extra yeah. art and the manuals and all that. I'm sure that's not there. Yeah, maybe, maybe though. Maybe like someone figure out how to upload all that shit. I would say yeah.
0: like, but like the save states in the menus or whatever. I don't know. I mean, I'd be I'd be impressed if it did that. If it would categorize all of them, still, you know, like how you could hit a button, it would put them in different.
1: Or if during like the demo mode when it cycles through the different games, yeah, it shows it plays them the other stuff.
0: Yeah, that'd, that'd be funny. It were kind of like your DuckTales yeah. demo. When was uh, when was the last time you played your NES classic? Uh, I haven't really actually played it since. Was it when I was when I was there? Yeah, (laughs) when we messed when we played Bubble Bubble. Yeah, I don't think I I haven't played it since. Well, I was uh, playing around with Final Fantasy One for a while, and I kind of just fell off that. I guess because it's a hard game. But yeah, I haven't haven't really.
1: There's really nothing that I like love to play, you know, consistently. That's only on the NES Classic. I can play most of those games somewhere else at this point. Oh sure, yeah. And if I really want to play them, I can just boot up something that's already hooked up to the TV. Yeah,
0: a lot of those games I've already played too. I'm kind of getting in, trying to get into old games that I never did play. It's kind of more where I'm at for my retro interests. But trying to
1: educate yourself,
0: yeah. I mean, I like, I like those type of games, so I like playing other games that I haven't played or ones that I didn't play as much, I guess. It's kind of what I've been getting into, which we'll get into later in the, in the well, topic.
1: right, and this is like the, uh, you know, now that's what I call music of video games for Nintendo games, you know? It's yeah. Like a, it's the it's the top 30. Yeah, it's the, the greatest hits,
0: sort of. Well, I mean, within, within you know... There's a certain, you know, there's like licenses and all that that they have to...
1: They also try to like go through the spectrum of the different genres a little more, too. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. Final Fantasy, I don't know how high up the list it is. It's still relatively an obscure game, I guess. I, mean, uh, I guess it's Final not fine, but... Yeah. Yeah, as far
0: as like people, like the U.S. audience really getting into it. Uh, well, I mean, people know it now, you know, because of the later Final yeah. Fantasy stuff. And I wonder yeah. like, well, I guess I was like, how many people... can. Com- Paid, played uh, Final Fantasy vs. Dragon Warrior. I mean, I think more people played Dragon Warrior because it was free. Globally, for, <laughs> especially. For anyone who got Nintendo Power.
1: But needless to say, yeah, I'm disappointed they're not going to make these anymore, but I I don't know. Like, what You can't expect them to just keep making them. Eventually, they are going to make too many. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe yeah, it's well, better yeah. to just quit now and they'll have that same level of hype whenever they release the next one. Yeah. Maybe they, 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 they can make twice yeah. as many and sell twice as
0: many. Yeah, And they still need a they need to do something about the virtual console. Like, they have to say something about what it's going to be on the Switch and all that, and I'm pretty, I'm sure they want, you know, people to be excited about that or people to be more looking to that than the NES Classic, even though they're very different, I think. But I could see them thinking that way. Seems like the sort of thought mentality for Nintendo.
1: But the NES Classic isn't too far removed. I mean, it's not technically portable because it doesn't have its own screen, but yeah. you could take it anywhere and plug it into a TV and... You know you've got all the games so yeah you gotta sit real close but you could right <laughs> that's true but yeah. and i don't think i think that the there's probably some type of lag that would suck with a wireless controller that's why i never even tried yeah
0: i actually thought those wireless. i thought about getting one actually because they have those like 8-bit do ones that make uh they make like wireless controllers for like nes's and super nintendo's and game and genesis's and stuff like that i yeah. looked in and getting one yeah, it's just a little thing that you stick on there but it makes it to where like any controller, like in this generation, works for it. I guess like pre-Switch, I don't know if the Switch Pro controller works on it, but I know like the Wii U one does, and like the Xbox One and the PlayStation Four controllers can work with it as well, which I thought was really cool. So I thought about getting one of those. They were just like they were forty dollars, like for the for a portable. You get a portable NES controller and a plug, but I thought that was a little high. I guess I just wanted a plug, you know, because you can you can sync any you can sync any wireless controller to it supposedly of like this generation so I wanted to try that out but I watched the video of it and it looked pretty spot-on you know it didn't look like there was a whole lot of lag <laughs> well uh other news that i didn't mention last week but happened last week did you see so there was like a big uh there's like sort of a dragon quest 11 event thing in japan i don't know if you saw anything about that no i didn't but uh they showed a trailer like they've revealed the release date which i should have looked it up it's coming up it's coming out like in june or july in japan
1: oh wait okay yeah now what you're talking
0: about now and uh yeah, they're releasing basically a version that comes with a three, with the 3DS version and the PlayStation 4 version, which was uh, kind of a weird thing, I guess. That's not Wait, anything what? I've seen. Have you seen that?
1: It's a cross-platform package deal?
0: Yeah, there's a cross-platform package deal for Dragon Quest XI in Japan where you can buy it in a box and it comes with the PlayStation 4 version and the 3DS version. No Switch version as of right now. Even though there is one, like they did assure people that there's one coming out. I just haven't seen any footage of it yet. That's weird as fuck. Yeah, but there's a way to get yeah, there's a way to get a get a bundle that comes with two competing <laughs> systems in there. I guess it is weird. And there was a um, I don't know, I, IGN did like a well, game, especially
1: since Sony has its own portable that it's not supporting anymore. That could probably run whatever's happening on the 3ds.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Well, it can't do both screens because the 3ds is actually true. T- cuz you know the the 3DS version is doing like two versions. There's basically going to be a 3D version on the top and on the bottom is going to be like a straight up like 8-bit 2D version of the same game. Oh, really? So, so you're going to so be you're, like playing so you're both seeing
1: of retro them. and new at the same time?
0: Yeah. That's what they're doing, which sounds really interesting. Actually, from watching trailers for it, and I think and I and I think the PS4 one looks beautiful, but Watching trailers of it, like, I think the, I don't know, you have to look at it for yourself, but I think the art style looks a lot better on the 3DS one. Like, I think it looks really, really cool. Like, I kind of think it looks better almost. I mean, not, I mean, it doesn't look better, like, graphically. Like, there's, just the way it's designed, it looks, it looks nice. It looks, it looks really good. And I'm not, and I haven't really seen much of the 2D stuff on the bottom, but I'm talking about, like, the top screen 3D stuff. There's, like, two different trailers that show, like, a comparison between the two of them. But I like the way the characters are designed, like, in the more low-poly 3DS thing think it looks really cool i mean I'll, i'd like to i mean i i'll probably end up getting both versions or something but for a game like that it seems crazy because you know it's i know it's going to be like 100 plus hours long or something but uh does it cross
1: save between the playstation and the 3ds
0: no i don't think so i don't but think there's the any sort game. of crossway uh yes yeah, a sort of i guess yeah It's the same game, but I don't think you can, I mean, you'd you'd have to poke your 3DS up with the PS4 some way, and that would be really, really crazy if they did that. Maybe
1: if there's a cloud save.
0: Yeah, maybe, because it would have to be, yeah, that would just be an even more bizarre thing if you could somehow transfer your saves. But no, there's just a version that you can buy with both of them together. There's an adapter where
1: you can put a memory stick into your uh, 3DS. Yeah. (laughs) You put it in the cartridge slot, and then you plug the big old memory stick in there. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah i don't well they don't use those for ps4 but you know if you wanted to yeah no, i know no, they don't yeah there's no uh yeah i don't think there was any announcement of a vita version or anything like that dragon Quest. well they don't
1: make yeah they're not making vita games anymore well there That's was all a third
0: party stuff i thought but there was a vita dragon plus builders game wasn't there yeah i think there was anyway i was watching ign cover this and their video and i found it a uh, pretty hilarious that nobody there knew that dragon quest nine came out in america i was about to i was about to get on the comment boards and ta- and say shit about it but somebody else got to it before i did but it was uh it was pretty funny Wait, to me the ds one yeah <laughs> the sentinels of
1: starry sky or whatever yeah yeah oh yeah they said Even i know that i'm not a dragon quest nut
0: yeah they, they said it on their video that it didn't come out which uh some people Fucking were idiots. pretty pissed off on the comments. There were actually there there are like three things last week that were wrong. There was actually one oh. I there's one I commented on and we all make about. mistakes. We're here. Yeah. Well we make mistakes too. But there was well one there was a guy who wrote an article about how uh about how Splatterhouse for Neo Geo is coming out on Switch. <laughs> and I was like, uh, no, Splatterhouse isn't on Neo Geo. I don't know what direct you saw, but you have it wrong. You're completely wrong. Because he was talking about like how cheap it was and all that. I was like, Well, it's a part of a Namco Museum. Game, not Neo Geo. It's not right. a Neo Geo game. Pay I don't think en- pay that wasn't that wasn't in the
1: Neo Geo <laughs> cabinets,
0: was it? Splatterhouse? No, I didn't think so. No, it wasn't because it wasn't made by Neo Geo. No, but whatever. That's that was another thing. But you can get a you can get Splatterhouse one and two on Wii still if you uh, still want to get those. Not the arcade. Those version.
1: Those are the, the Turbo Graphics versions.
0: Uh, one is the Turbo Graphics version, and the other one is the Genesis version. The, Splatterhouse two is on Genesis, so I have Splatterhouse one. Actually played it a little bit of the TurboGrafx sixteen one. So uh what else do we have for news? For news? Yeah.
1: I think since the uh I don't think there's been any big news, official news since the well, since the cancelling of the NES Classic.
0: Yeah. Well and like uh, and since like the well, direct. The, well yeah, the direct, which which we talked about.
1: That was a lot of news. That was a lot of news. It was. Now we're just waiting patiently for all those releases. I think this week's topic was a really nice drop. I know yeah, we'll talk about it, but Yeah. Well, I know I know it's kind of a flash in the pan, but it's still a pretty cool little thing. Yeah.
0: So we could talk about the eShop stuff for this week. I found some stuff that's coming out. And there was some stuff that happened that we didn't talk about yet. So uh, tomorrow, there's two Rayman games coming out for Wii U on Virtual Console. The uh, Rayman Advance, which we talked about on the Game Boy Advance episode, we the did. launch game. That one's going to be on there. And I guess Rayman 3 as well for Game Boy will be on there tomorrow a couple of couple of gba throwbacks so you, for some, so you got some rayman stuff on there um from what i read this it was on a european one but i think it's probably going to come out here too i read that uh fatal fury is coming out tomorrow on the neo geo arcade classics oh, stuff okay. so uh last week was samurai showdown 4 we talked about that on the direct i got that one i've i actually been playing mr shifty more than that which that's that's a game that came out last week and uh was it um that that uh, Jack, whatever it's called, Jack Party Game thing, it's like $25, yeah. that's on there too. We forgot to mention that last week.
1: Jackbox or something like
0: that. Yeah, that Jackbox, whatever it is. Oh, uh, <laughs> another thing we we forgot to mention last week, and you can actually, if you have a Japanese account, you can watch this on the Switch, but uh, let's just talk about that weird uh, boob thing that was on the Japanese yeah, Direct. Yeah,
1: I don't know how we <laughs> forgot this last week. I even had it written in my notes. Yeah. Well, I didn't, I actually didn't watch
0: it. I didn't watch the Japanese direct, so I didn't, I hadn't seen it until now, but you can watch it like, well, if, if you have a Japanese account on your switch, you know, it has the thing on the side with all the news, you know, and like some of it's in America, some of it's in English, some of it's in Japanese. And I saw that boob video like right on the side there, wow. and i like,
1: "So I, I watched it on YouTube. I didn't know it was
0: on. I watched but... it on the Switch. You can watch <laughs> it on the Switch, man. And <laughs> whatever you want, it's totally still there. Just go to yeah. Just look at whenever you turn on your system. Just look on the side on the news, and there, and it's a picture of an anime girl like squeezing her boobs together with her arms, like with the inside of her arms. That's uh, that's Yay. the one." And there's uh, some dude talking about it, and there's a uh, yeah, there's some weird stuff with like they're studying like Jello, with Jello, or... yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't speak Japanese, so I don't know what they're what they're saying, but
1: but it shows like a lab
0: scenario <laughs> where they're trying yeah. to create that the feel Jello on the Joy-Con or something. In the Joy-Con. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's pretty strange. I find it weird. I mean, I understand there's like some weird stuff in Japan, but coming like from straight from Nintendo in a direct like seems seems weird right i mean it seems very weird that they would go go for that even i don't know uh i mean maybe it's like
1: (laughs) didn't they say i mean they made it seem like um you're feeling her heartbeat through her skin and all of her tissues (laughs) so is that what it it is yeah so it's supposed to be like you're feeling a heartbeat and like that's part of why they were simulating all the tissue that would be between the heart and the hand when it was placed there I thought it but was yeah, like
0: – it looked like it was just like we're feeling boobs. Here you go. Well, uh, and that was the, you under, can feel them. the undertone yeah. of
1: the whole thing. I mean, I don't think – I think it was tongue-in-cheek, but that's kind of how I think it was presented from what I read. And I, obviously, I don't read or speak Japanese either. But, I mean, you just watch it, and it looks like they're talking about simulating boobies. So, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I think that's pretty much what it was. I mean, that's but, what it looks – I mean, from watching it, that's what it looks like. approach was yeah. to some degree like – beyond just touching boobs i guess feeling yeah. a heartbeat yeah which you know cool i guess you could <laughs> probably just do that by the r- r- rumble of the controller
0: yeah it's strange um but yeah it's on there if, if you have a if you have a japanese account you can watch it through your switch crazy stuff yeah next week uh what's the uh, eShop releases next week are actually some big ones uh the you know, puyo puyo tetris comes out next tuesday and uh, Dragon Quest Heroes one and two is supposed to come out next Tuesday as well. Which I looked on, which I looked on uh, GameStop, and I didn't find any sort of Switch stuff about that game. All I saw was the PlayStation four version. So I don't know what's going on with that. I figured it's still coming out because it's already out in Japan. And uh, Mario Kart comes out on Friday next week as well. Mario Kart wow. 8, eight Deluxe. So I figured we'd have some sort of Mario Kart episode for next week. Makes sense. To celebrate that guy, even though that one's already come out. But we weren't a podcast yet when uh, Mario Kart 8 came out the first time. So we can do another one <laughs> where we do a retrospective or something. So stay tuned for that next week. Do you know, uh, I was going to, this is off Nintendo, but do you know if the PlayStation 4 is uh, region locked? I you, do not you know You probably that. don't know by chance. Because I was mm-hmm. really tempted to import Dragon Quest Eleven and just try to play it in Japanese. <laughs> I guess I could get it on 3ds, right? Because the 3ds isn't region-, region locked, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: that would make a little more sense.
0: Yeah, I mean it. I mean, cause I know it takes a long time to localize those games, and it's and it's you know the 3ds ones have taken like years to come over here. Hopefully, Dragon Quest Eleven isn't like that, but I don't know. I mean, uh, Dragon Quest Builders didn't take that long, but I don't think it has as much text as the RPG stuff. But yeah, I was I was thinking about trying to figure out a way to doing like a walkthrough and try to play some of it early a japanese version of it just because i think it looks really cool but yeah i don't know anyway let's uh let's take a quick break real quick and we'll uh go to the topic Alrighty then all right So for this week, I figured that uh, since we've been playing a lot of stuff, since we just got back from the Midwest Gaming Classic, and we didn't really even talk about what we did on that last day, I figured for our topic this year, we'll, this week, we'll just pretty much talk about what we've been playing for the last week and uh, what we got at the end there. So uh, when we left off, you were talking about getting the addition to your NES. Yeah, and you it's called
1: the uh, Blinking yeah. Light Win.
0: Um, the Blinking was, Light Win? That's really what it's called? Yeah. Okay.
1: <laughs> and uh what it is it's a 72 pin replacement for the nes which i've learned in the past couple of weeks how easy that is to switch out but basically the thing that connects to your cartridge to that connects your cartridge to the circuit board the yeah. thing that it plugs into uh, it's a replacement for that but it uh makes it to where you just slide it in and you don't push it down you just push it straight into the console
0: yeah so you don't have to deal with like what i do with my nes is I pull it out a little bit to where it like just barely barely clears it, you know, and it almost kind of like hits the cartridge as you push it down. Yeah, then that's the only way it'll work. Like when I do when I do it like that, which I'll, my, re-
1: I'll fix your NES next time I hang out with you if, okay. if you want me to.
0: I mean, my I, NES works fine. It works fine now. Like I, last week, I said that. I was having problems with the controllers, but I tried it. I tried it again, like since I got that uh, Bugs Bunny game, and it works fine now. So everything's loading okay.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: no, everything loads fine. I just have to do. That's just how I do the push down. I just pull the game back uh, to where it goes. Replacement
1: for your uh, connector, if you want a new one.
0: Oh, yeah, no, it works fine now. Like I just I booted up again after we got back from the Midwest Gaming Classic, and yeah, my NES works fine on the old on the old tv no no problems with the controllers i played uh i played mike tyson's punch out for a while i played like the first level of uh bugs bunny's birthday blowout and it worked fine
1: cool well yeah so the 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 long story i guess of the whole blinking light win i bought it for the one nes i have which if you go way back in our episodes we did an episode about uh, obscure nes games from our childhood that was uh, the
0: one that you served at your restaurant right the because you cooked it, the old one. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yep, yep. And uh, I had
1: played a couple of my NES carts on this Famiclone clone that I have, which outputs just a terrible picture. I mean, it's passable. Obviously, you can play a game, and just you know, it just looks glitchy. It's really the best way to phrase it. Well, um, I wanted a, a real NES because, well, I was going to fix my NES, and then just assuming that the blinking light win would fix my NES. I ended up purchasing. A thing called the Chip Maestro, which is a cartridge that interfaces with the sound chip in the NES and lets you plug a MIDI controlling keyboard into it. Um, essentially, it turns your NES into a music instrument that you control with a keyboard.
0: Yeah, and it would and it would make it so like it would sound like it like eight bit chip tunes, right? It's like yeah, because it's, it's just it,
1: I mean, it's just using <laughs> that same sound chip that all your favorite games on the NES used. Yeah. I mean, there were a few games that had extra sound stuff in them, but I think it was just a couple. But for the most part, you're using the all those games were using the onboard sound chip. So yeah. you're just using you're just interfacing with that directly with this cart. So I just got I you know I bought that the last day of the gaming classic. I bought the other thing that I spoke about the blinking light wind, and uh, I came home and I tried to fix my NES, and the blinking light wind did not fix it. So I ordered another NES on eBay. It was a decent price. It wasn't in very good shape, but you know, there's, it was guaranteed that it worked. Yeah. So I got it. It shipped really fast from uh, California. I got it in two days with free shipping, so I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, I plugged it in, and the sound did not work, which is – the video worked great. The video looked awesome, but the sound wasn't working. Oh. So uh, I tried both the RF and the uh, AV cables. Couldn't get any sound. So I let the seller know. I was like, hey, you know, I think this is great. You shipped it really fast, blah, blah, blah. Like, you'd be really nice about it. Well, the seller offered me a full refund. But the seller also said, if you'd rather just keep it, I will refund you half your money. I was like, well, that seems like a good deal. Yeah. Because, like, obviously it works, just the sound doesn't work. So I can probably fix it at some point when I learn a little bit more about what I'm doing with all this shit. So uh, I ended up ordering a different one on eBay. And that one came in the mail and that one works great, but it's even an even worse shape. So I ended up just switching the shell out on it with the other one that I bought and I put in the blinking light win and it works awesome. Like it's perfect. So now I'm just waiting on my MIDI keyboard, which is supposed to come in the mail tomorrow or the next day.
0: Oh, you bought one Uh, of those too?
1: Yeah, I got a really cheap one. It's an Alessis 25 key. It's actually the same keyboard. The one that they had? That they had. Yeah, I just looked for that one specifically and. New, it's like eighty bucks, I think. But used, I got it for less than fifty. Oh yeah, well there so you go. I, I I know it'll work because I used it at the expo. So I'm looking forward to having some fun with that. And man, just the, it's just magical thinking of playing music through the NES and using that old ass hardware. But it's been fun taking apart the NES also because I was always scared to do that before, but now I can like take one apart and put it back together from memory and. It works okay, so um, it's actually just a big chip with everything on one chip for the most part, yep. just like every other game system.
0: And there doesn't uh, to put the the put the blinking light win on there, there. It doesn't involve like soldering or anything like that. Nope. Right. Nope. The uh, no sort of weird connector or whatever.
1: No, it just pops right off. Like it's it like it's a little clicky thing that clicks on in the cartridge or onto the the uh, circuit board, mm-hmm. and yeah, it just pops right off. And then you put the other one on, and it clicks right in. You know, it's perfectly sized to where you can't it can't be misaligned. You just click it in; it's the perfect size to click into place. Oh wow! Yeah. All the pins are lined up, and it works like a dream. So that's yeah. pretty cool. And, and what's great is also that because I'd already bought that thing. It'll it'll work better with that cartridge because it would probably bend the cord to push it down in. So it's nice that you can just plug it straight in. And the other good thing about installing the blinking light win is I now have an extra seventy two pin connector in case one of mine fails. I can I have an extra piece, so that's nice.
0: Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna ask you like, do you have two working NESs then, or is it just one? Now I do. Only one
1: works with the sound.
0: Oh, okay. So yeah. they
1: both work for video, but only one has sound and video.
0: Okay. So like you didn't so like putting the blinking light wind thing on the Did one with the broken sound it. like that would didn't fix it, right? No. It's and something you, you to do it? with the yeah. actual like
1: I watched this video online where you can solder something to fix it, which I'm scared to do, but
0: uh, soldering is not that bad. I mean you just gotta I might yeah. try it, yeah. You just gotta have it get us get a setup and all that. It's not like a Bunsen burner. It's not a, it's a, I, I used to, I mean, you you took like shop class and stuff in, in high school, no. right? Or did you not? Or did you guys not have it? We didn't. We didn't have shop class. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, had, I had shop class in junior high. I was actually in shop club too, but like an after school thing where we made rockets and stuff. But yeah, it was, I like soldering. I thought it was cool. But I only did it like, you know, in junior high, but I thought it was neat. I mean, I wish I did more stuff with that, but.
1: Well, I, I'm hoping to learn how. That's one of my short-term goals is to start soldering some stuff even if it's just buying like a a blank board and just learning how to do it right and not necessarily achieving anything just learning how to do it correctly sure i kind of want to do something like that before i attack an nes
0: yeah i don't think it's i mean uh, granted i was doing it when i was like 13 i guess but i didn't think it was that complex of a thing like you're kind of just like you know you're just like gluing stuff together that's pretty much what it is you just have like a burner and a little metal thing that you use to melt and it's kind of how you do it and there's like a wet sponge involved too that you wipe yep. the burner off with but yeah that's <laughs> that's that's what i remember from it but it, it didn't seem all that complicated but honestly then, then again, watching the youtube know.
1: videos it's been very similar to that how it's yeah. been described yeah the the big thing is that you don't touch i mean you do touch a little bit of the stuff to the tip just to clean it off but then like you heat up whatever surface and then you push the solder onto it and melt it, but you don't actually melt it against the heat gun. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you're heating up the surface and you're indirectly melting the solder onto it. Yeah. Yeah, So that's that's like basically what I've gathered, but I've never done it before. Sure. I have a soldering iron. I've just never used it.
0: Oh well, now you have a use for it. You can try that out. But yeah, at least uh, as if, even though we had to get two more NESs, you got one that works now. How much did yeah, you get? How much did you NES. get an NES for? Like, what did what do those go for? Thirty bucks?
1: They run around between fifty and sixty. I got the first one. I ended up getting that the sound doesn't work. Once he refunded me, I got it yeah. for around 20, 20 bucks. Yeah. And then the other one, I paid fifty for.
0: And these are the old ones. Like the top loaders are probably more, right? I would oh I yeah, would think. they're right. Yeah, I think the top loader are Super Nintendo looking looking ones. Yeah, these are
1: old, and oh, I t- would
0: be more. Yeah, I
1: took them apart, and they've been tampered with. You know, like they're not fully factory original or anything like that. They've got new connectors in them and stuff. So,
0: oh sure. So yeah, so, yeah they knew they knew what they were doing, right? For the most part.
1: Yeah, I I think for a long time
0: now, people have been
1: Frankensteining these NESs together, but that's okay because ultimately I just wanted one that works. I'm not, I mean, yes, I do want for my collection. I want a working NES, yes, but I'm not obsessed with it being like factory perfect or whatever. As long as it works and everything that's happening when I plug it into the TV is running on the native hardware, then I've achieved my goal of having an NES to play on the TV.
0: For sure. I think the NES that I have. I found in an abandoned house that I was shooting a student movie at. When I was it haunted? When I was in Columbia. Uh, it just keeps talking about Ben drowning. I don't know what that means. Uh, oh, right. No, uh, no, it's not haunted for as far as I know. But uh, yeah, no, I found it uh, on some student movie that I was working on. We shot at some abandoned house and I found an NES in the basement there and I just took it. It was just, just a box with no cords. I took it home and it works. So that's the one that I've been using. So it's, I think it's, I think it's all original. I don't know. <laughs> it probably is. Yeah.
1: If you're having, so one way to tell if the pin thing has been connected is if it's really hard to pull the cartridge out, you plug it in. Oh, if it's, if it's modified. Yeah. And there's a lot of purists because I've been watching a lot of videos about this. Uh, oh, sure. I'm sure a lot of people prefer, about it. That, that prefer to uh, refurbish. They yeah. prefer that, uh, they prefer refurbished 72 pin connectors where people actually go and like weld them and stuff and like fix them. Yeah. Because they have a better grip on the cartridge, you know, like it's not like an unrelenting grip where you have to, like, give yourself blisters to pull the fucking game out of the thing, which is the way mine is right now. Oh, wow. Is that the bad? Other, yeah. The other solution, and I kind of like it and I might do it, is that you take a game genie and you plug it in and then you just use the game genie as like an, as a uh, an adapter, so to speak. So you just plug your game in and out of the game genie. And you just don't put a code in, right? You just skip it. <laughs>
0: you boot past it. Yeah.
1: So I might buy a Game Genie and just have this freaking insane looking <laughs> NES just for the sake of playing it with a keyboard,
0: with the Game Genie right. and the other thing sticking yeah. out of it because it sticks out anyway. The cartridge with the hookup with the cable. I
1: just I'm worried about it getting damaged because it's it feels a little more flimsy than an actual NES cart. Yeah. And I mean, if you remember, I showed it to you, but. I don't know if you remember, like, there's not very much inside of it. It's just, like, a little tiny board at the very bottom that interfaces directly with that, you know, the part that plugs yeah. in the system. And then there's, like, just a bunch of empty space above it. So it's kind of like I, I fear, like, I'm grabbing it, and i just, like, my fingers crunching through the cartridge.
0: Oh. Yeah, no, I just remember it was see-through, and it had a cord coming out of it. I don't remember what the insides looked like exactly. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to have uh, – we'll have updates on here on your uh... – <laughs> Your process, oh, yeah. your process with the uh
1: Man, i've and like i've loved it i've i've loved getting re with the nes because i haven't had my own working nes in years and like i've got a lot of games for it i think i have like i have at least 50
0: games it may it's probably more than that do you still have dino wars oh yeah yeah so you can you can get into that
1: well i played dino wars for our episode and that was the same cartridge i have now
0: yeah we did do... the obscure nes games yeah, I figured you played it on emulator though. Or did you play it on the NES?
1: No, I played it on the NES for that episode. Oh, okay. Well, I played it on the Famiclone. Oh, Same yeah. With oh, and yeah, yeah. Deja Vu. Uh, yeah. I played Deja Vu on Famiclone too.
0: Yeah. No, I played uh, Yeah, I played Batman and Immortal on my NES cuz it was still working at that time. But so. I
1: actually I went back to Zelda, the original Zelda this week just to kind of soothe my spirit. Yeah. And I played that for a while and it Let me tell you, uh <laughs> that and i put in the original mario brothers and i play i'm playing both of those games better than i've played them on any
0: other console that they've been re-released super mario. i think that there's yeah. oh because I of the there's no delay or anything
1: there must be something different maybe it is lag i'm not gonna blame it on lag but I find on the native hardware, I was like killing it in Mario Brothers. I was like getting all crazy and
0: running and jumping in weird ways and like you're play- that and, I normally would. And you're playing this on an HDTV also, so there's already a lag, right?
1: Yeah, I'm just running it. Well, I'm actually running it to a VCR and then the VCR runs to my HDTV. I use my VCR as my switch box for all my AD yeah. things.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that makes a difference at all or if it gives it more of a lag
1: or something. I feel like it would give it more, if anything. Yeah, But no, it's... I mean... I've been having a great time playing these classic games, and you know, throwing in like I was playing a uh, Excite Bike for a while last night. That was yeah.
0: fun. Is there any? Are there any like other than Dino Wars, Are there like any NES cartridges that you know that are like kind of rare that like you you know haven't seen in a re-release form in any way? Like, oh, that so, I want to get a hold of. Well, no, like ones that you have. Like, ones that you consider a gem or whatever, I guess. Like, I think Batman's kind of like that for me. I used to have Captain America and the Avengers, but I lost it because I was in my last NES that I lost. It was it was in the system, so I completely lost the game. And I think it's worth... It's not cheap now, so I'd like to get it again. But stuff like that. I like, you know, stuff that's licensed, would probably never see a re-release. You know, like that type of thing. Like Dino Wars. Like something you wouldn't see.
1: I do actually have a Batman.
0: You do have Batman? Um.
1: I do have that Sunsoft Batman game you're talking yeah. about, which I think was in the same episode. It was, uh, but uh, as far as like, I don't really. I wouldn't consider any of my games really rare. Unfortunately, I wish I had rare games. Uh, Contra, believe it or not, that was pretty worth, rare. Right? Is worth like yeah, an okay amount now compared to other NES games. You know, well
0: that proportionally, Counter, yeah. Well, that Contra game was never re released digitally either for whatever reason. I don't right. know if it's because... Like, I heard that it was because of the name, because Contra's, like, not a good name. Wait, so that wasn't on the original Wii? No, the, they never did Contra 1. They did Super C and uh, Contra 3 Alien Wars, but never the first one. Like, the first one was never re-released on anything, whatever And Super whatever C is also
1: on, uh, also on the IDS Classic.
0: It is, yeah. But and, not Contra. No, but not the first Contra. And, like, even... There was even, like, a... Like, even on, like... A, there was like an Xbox... Or no, they did a... They came out with the original Arcade of Contra on Xbox Live Arcade. But never the NES version. Like, that, and that, as far as I know, that wasn't re-released digitally. If it was, then, you know, I'm wrong. But I remember looking for it, and I don't think I saw it anywhere. But I've seen Super C and Contra 3 released well yeah so. so
1: that's something that just was kind of a surprise to me i was like oh well i didn't know that was rare kind of like well contra 3 i found that out well within the last year i have the snes cart of that and that's worth like 60 or 70 bucks i think on ebay last time i checked
0: is that one rare i i, I think i used to have I might, I might have had that one and lost it somewhere Yeah, i just think it's one of those games like yeah it's
1: a decent game i like but, that game you now but it's more about it's like they just didn't make a lot of them, or a lot yeah, of them haven't survived for whatever reason. But uh, as far as, like, I've got a game called Quattro Adventure, which I was actually looking for at the gaming classic. I bought this on eBay a couple of years ago, thinking I was getting the original cartridge. But for whatever reason, it, it kind of makes sense, because these Quattro Adventure games... So this one in particular has uh, it's a game called... Treasure Island Dizzy, and then it's got a, a game called Linus Spacehead, and then a, a Robin Hood game, and then a uh, um, game called Boomerang Kid. So it's four games and one cartridge, and that's the idea. Like it's a it's a value because you get four games. Yeah. It was made it was made by Codemasters. Well, the game genie was made by Galoob and Codemasters. So this same uh, publisher, Codemasters, made these Quattro adventures. Well, I bought this on eBay not knowing this is like a smaller cartridge that you have to actually attach to an adapter so their idea was you get these games for even cheaper that have four games on them and you put it into this adapter that you buy one time and then you plug all the other games in it and you get them for cheaper because they don't have all the extra plastic oh weird it's really weird and i don't have the adapter so i i mean i don't know if it's expensive or rare yeah i i need to i need to hunt it down i haven't even tried but i have these games i've been looking for i just can't access them at this point in time
0: oh geez yeah
1: without the adapter
0: crazy well yeah i have to be on the lookout for that Yeah, i didn't even know i haven't even played those before so
1: they're really janky i mean they're up there <laughs> with like the uh wisdom tree games as being like yeah kind of janky but i will say i don't know i will say like linus spacehead is one of the games i played it recently on an emulator and the animation's really nice and like the the cartoon characters look really good and the music's nice i think like for the most part they are good games but sacrifices were probably made in order to fit them all onto one cartridge oh sure yeah well you know it was the and i doubt they had the uh, you know the triple a development team or whatever working on them they were probably a, a much smaller operation yeah
0: it was like the wild west of games back then it was kind of just you know, people doing all different, sorts of different stuff to try to see what would take off. Picked up the ultimate Nintendo system while I was there. What on, on the last day? We'll go. We'll get get a little Nintendo for a minute here, which is which is sort of Nintendo in its own way because Sega makes Nintendo games for or makes games for Nintendo now. They do. Yeah, <laughs> I bought a Genesis for uh, just because I always wanted one. For the first time, I bought I bought the competing system from uh, from the nineties for uh, for like twenty five bucks, I think, and I ended up buying like uh, what, uh, five or six games. It was, uh, I got a, uh, I, I basically got like all the licensed ones that I, that I used to play off of my friends, Genesis, the, mostly the comic book ones that I really liked, like uh Spider-Man X-Men one and two. I got Mortal Kombat cause it was cheap and blood code and all that. And, uh, I got Superman which is which I never played before but it has a but it has a really good soundtrack so that's why I got it but it's not a very good game unfortunately. It's the Superman game where you can't even fly and it's really hard to stay alive. So, they didn't really capture the essence of being Superman. <laughs> but it looks good and the soundtrack's great.
1: Is it better than the 64 Superman?
0: Well, I got a lot farther in the super in, in the in the sixty four Superman game, so I can't even beat the first level of this one. So I guess maybe that one's a little bit better. I mean, this one looks it looks decent. It's just uh, I don't feel very super because I die really quickly and I can't fly. Maybe it should just be called Man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it should just be called Man. But it looks great and it sounds great. It just doesn't. You know, I just have a hard time playing it. But uh, you know, speaking of, I was thinking of this while we were talking about uh, Alien Wars uh, Contra Three. You know, old games like only have a certain amount of credits on them. And you just kind of, like, play through it over and over and over again until you can get all the way to the end. And that's what I did with Contra 3, like, when I used to play that, like, in the 90s. I would just play it and play it and play it and see if I can get farther. And that's basically how these games are that I got for Genesis. Like, that's what I did. Like, last week, like, after, like, basically when we got back from the Midwest Gaming Classic, I was like, okay, I'm just, this is going to be net retro week. I'm just not, I'm not going to play anything new. Even though I did play Mr. Shifty for a while because it came out. But, uh. (laughs) It <laughs> just be just because it got released and I want to cover it, which we'll talk about that, too. I was like, I'm only going to play retro games. So I just so I just uh, played a lot of the Genesis and I just sat down and played like Spider-Man over and over again to see like how far I could go. Well, I'd play through it like one time. You know, when I first started. I like played through it once and I died and I played through it again. And then I'd like play through it the next night and get a little bit farther and just kind of and I think I got to like the second to the last level on that game, but it's hard. Like that's the way old games are set up, you know, where it's just like, they want you to just play it over and over again until you make it through, like to add like some time to it, I guess, you know, because you buy a game for however long and you beat it in like 20 minutes and you want to take it back. So it reminds me of those old games, but it's fun. It's fun to play stuff like that. Like, especially like uh, a Spider-Man and, uh, X-Men 2 were, like, the ones I've been playing the most of. And even, like, Mortal Kombat has, like, limited credits. I know there's codes where you can do, like... Spelled with a
1: K, right?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Even though it's probably spelled with a C on this, because I noticed that Raiden was spelled wrong (laughs) in the the, uh, Genesis version. It's spelled with a Y instead of an I, so... I thought that was pretty funny. I didn't know that they said they spell it R A Y D E N instead of R A I D E N.
1: They had to make a compromise to include yeah. the blood.
0: Yeah. <laughs> well, the Genesis, uh, you know, the Genesis isn't as powerful as the Super Nintendo. So even though they got the blood from Mortal Kombat, uh, Mortal Kombat on Super Nintendo is bet is a better is a better game like technically because there's no there's like only one voice in the Mortal Kombat Genesis game and that's just the voice of Scorpion saying get over here get over here they took out like all of the uh, like when you know when it says like whoever wins like like in the original arcade like when you picked a person it said their name and then it would be say like you know like Scorpion wins or say like fatality like all that stuff is gone and so it's like it feels like such a silent version of Mortal Kombat. So it's kind of weird. It's just all music, and and then Scorpion talks sometimes, and there's grunts, and that's about it. So it was it was weird for me because I I grew up playing the Super Nintendo version and, and the arcade and all that. So but it, it runs fine for what it is. It was just kind of one of those things. That was like, it was like it's like like four bucks or something like that. It was like super cheap. So I was like, yeah, I'll buy this one just to have another game to play on the system. But yeah. I've been uh, dabbling with the enemy on the Genesis, and it didn't even it didn't even come with an AV plug, unfortunately. The one that I got is uh, coax, but I'm playing it on the CRT, and it actually looks really nice. I mean, it's you're on doing a CRT. it old school, man. It's on a CRTV, so it doesn't really matter. But it looks it looks great. I mean, I thought it looked really good. I didn't notice any sort of like that's the only way interference I or whatever
1: the Genesis, because I used to have one that crapped out on me and. I think you had to hook up through the coax.
0: Yeah, no, you can. I mean, you can get an AV. I looked online; you can get them for a couple bucks. It's not that much. Because then I could use my like capture equipment and like record some stuff with it. But I just, uh, yeah, I've just been. I just haven't ordered one yet. But yeah, I played around with that for a while. It was pretty fun. It's uh, fun to do uh, some Genesis stuff. And if and if those games weren't licensed, they would totally re-release them on a Nintendo system if they could. Do you have Altered Beast? I have it for Wii <laughs> on Virtual Console. Oh, okay. I mean I was I was trying to stay away from games that I can get digitally or already have. Actually I probably have cuz I bought that I also bought that uh Sonic's greatest collection whatever game for for P- PlayStation 3 which has Altered Beast on it and like Vector Man and Sonic and Fantasy Star and like and like Shining in the Darkness and like all that stuff. It has like all the main Sega games on it even though there's no Wonder Boy stuff on there weirdly enough. But yeah, no I mean I try to st- like when I was looking for games I tried to stick to games that I can't really get anywhere else. Like you're not going to find X-Men one and two on anything other than Genesis, like those versions. Even though uh, I, I do want to get the the Spider-Man uh, Sega CD version eventually, where they re-release the games and put like FMV cutscenes in there. Cause that stuff's pretty hilarious. If you haven't seen it before, you should YouTube it because it's hysterical. Like some of the cutscenes from the Spider-Man Sega CD game. I'll check it out. Yeah, but yeah, I got that. But um, also in the last in the in the last episode, we mentioned uh, we we both bought some Japanese games, so we did a little tinkering with our Super Nintendos. So uh, what was your? Tell me about your experience making your Super Nintendo region free.
1: Man, it felt really brutal. It didn't feel like a. Uh... I don't know. I've done some stuff with you have to break consoles as I mentioned. Yeah, <laughs> you actually just hold open the door with something and then just yeah, basically like cut off or break off the uh, these tabs.
0: Yeah, I just uh, I just like took needle nose pliers and just put them in there and just like broke it. Like I like broke the plastic part on it so it just kind of like popped off you know
1: it felt really brutal and it felt wrong while i was doing it but i had seen those there was someone at the gaming expo who had yeah they had a the gaming class yeah. who they, had one with the uh the pieces of plastic and a piece of tape so you would see what they looked like
0: yeah they had one set up that just had a yeah just had one in there and then it had a little bag thing on the side that was like here Here's the pieces that were removed, but I still couldn't really tell from that. I thought it was like a I don't know, you'd unscrew something or something, but no, you just break these plastic things in the back. It's so weird, and then it's like, hey, here you go. Now it's and I uh,
1: broke them, and I would like think they were broken well enough, and then I'd try a game, and it would work, and it took me a few tries before I actually got a game to work.
0: Yeah, one of them one of them popped off really easy for me and the other one like I had to like pull it like piece by piece like little pieces.
1: That's the way I did both. They would only come off in little chunks.
0: Yeah. But then, but still but I had the same thing where like I put the game in the game didn't go down far enough so I'd pull off more pieces, put in the game again, still didn't go quite down all the way. Pull it off again, put it in, boom, it works. So, yeah. So yeah, like I got to play uh was I got um well I got two fighting games, so those games were like pretty easy to play. Um, I got Samurai Showdown One, which is called Samurai Spirits in, in Japan, and uh, Street Fighter Two Turbo, and uh, all of the menus on Street Fighter are, are in English, so that's pretty cool. Oh, I mean, cool! Like all of the, um, I think like some of the the cutscenes and stuff are in. Well, I don't know. It, I I didn't beat the game on like level three or above, so I didn't get, to, so I didn't see the full ending. But when it said play on a higher level, all that was in. Oh, well, that was in Japanese. But like the regular menus, the same. Like when you go through, it says so like you know main game. Like turbo, like regular, regular m- mode, like options, like all the all the same stuff from the the original turbo game is on there, and the um, the samurai spirits, all of the options are in English. So like, if you want to go like change around your controls and all that, all that's in English, so you can easily figure out like what's what's like high punch or whatever. Like I forget, how, I think it's like two. I think it's like low and high punch, or or actually, if it's Sam- if it's samurai showdown, it's all like there's like one kick button and like three sword buttons i think but it's easy it's easy to switch those around to however you want to have them on the controller through that option so i found those really easy to play which is pretty cool and we both got a. We both got Dragon Quest five and six. I got both those to work. I couldn't. I couldn't find my way off of the ship in five, but in six, I made my way. I made my way, my way far enough to where I could fight a monster, and I got killed. So, <laughs> but I did save. I found. I, you know, I I played enough Dragon Quest. I know how to save even when it's not in English. So I figured yeah. that out. I figured out how to save. Well,
1: and you've played you know. six before, right?
0: I have six, but I haven't played six yet. Six is the only one I haven't played because I've played. Well, yeah, I haven't finished all of them, but I've played all of them. Like the, cause I, the ones I haven't played, is like five, five, six, eight, and nine are the ones I haven't finished, but I played, but I played five, eight, and nine, but I haven't played six yet, but I played it. I played it on the Super Nintendo one cause that, that, that version's the better, the better version of it. Cause it looks, it looks nicer on the Super Nintendo than it does with the way they made it on the DS. Because it actually kind of looked like Chrono Trigger, you know, they're trying to make it. It looks a lot, lot like Chrono Trigger. Yeah. I noticed that right like away. Like Chrono Trigger, like Final Fantasy, you know, like that type of graphical fidelity of Super Nintendo. That whole like towards, that towards whole, the uh, end, yeah, when it looked really that good. That whole uh, Final
1: know? Fantasy six slash Chrono Trigger era, like ninety five, ninety six.
0: Yeah, or, yeah, it would have been 95, 94, 95. Yeah. So what did you? You got you got some of the same things, but what did but what did you play on your modded Super Nintendo?
1: Well, I also have those two. Uh, those two Dragon Quest games, because I went back the next day to where we had purchased the other games before, and he had a buy two, get one free sale. So I was like, I'll buy a couple more games. So originally I just bought, uh, I think originally I just bought Final Fantasy VI, which works like a dream. Like, I loaded it up, and uh, it was the first game I tried, and someone had, there were three save files on there that are all, like, towards the end of the game, so... I was oh, like yeah. hopped right in and got on the airship and was sailing around the world and Oh nice. And I tried to talk to people and I try to look at the options and it's all in Japanese so it's not going to be very easy to do but yeah. I think starting from the beginning I could probably I could probably do okay since I've played that game so many times. And then I also got uh it's called Super Tetris 2 and I thought maybe it was going to be Tetris 2 which is the other uh SNES cartridge I bought which I think I mentioned in the last episode. Yeah, this is a different game. It's well, it's Tetris, but I think you can play multiplayer. And uh, but there's also another game on it called Bombless. Maybe I did talk
0: about that last week. Oh, no, I don't think you did. I mean, well, talk about it again anyway. <laughs> It did. reminds
1: me a little, it reminds me, I think we talked about it later.
0: I think we talked it about, about it
1: when we it, it. It uh, reminds me a little bit of uh, Puzzle Fighter, if you've ever played that. In the sense that um, you've got a bunch of bombs and you're trying to clump them together. And as they clump together, they make bigger chunks. They're not like divided into squares. It's like one solid chunk shaped like all the... Bombs that are made but anyway it still looks like tetris but with bombs and somehow the bombs like sometimes you can just destroy everything on the screen at once and i've done that a couple of times and i don't know how i did it so i don't completely understand how the game works but i (laughs) did some research and people kind of think it's a good game um like you were saying about uh a couple of games you have this one's entirely in english there's not there's no japanese i haven't found any japanese yeah some games are Like in the entire thing. So it's just a game that I don't think ever came out here, but it's, it was ready to, it looks like. Oh yeah. Because it's all in English and, uh, it's great. So uh, maybe that'd be a fun thing to play sometime. We're hanging out some two player Tetris on. The SNES because I think I don't
0: think there were any other
1: two player like classic Tetris on the SNES.
0: Yeah, well, and unless Tetris Two is that one two player one you got? It is,
1: but it is, but it's not classic Tetris. It's like a different type of game.
0: Oh, sure, yeah. Well, I think there was a was it a, wasn't there a Doctor Mario Tetris game. On Super Nintendo. There was. was there was t- a
1: Tetris Dr. Mario. Yeah.
0: does That has two-player, right? I think so. I would think. I think so, you, so you have that. Right, yeah. But, yeah. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. But, no, I'd like to try it out. The, the one that you got, the Japanese one, the Bomb Bliss. I played. Uh, I mean, I, I played some of the the yeah, Puzzle Fighter, but it's been a long time. I just remember that the different characters had different moves that they would do, like depending yeah. on whatever bomb you set off. It's and nothing
1: like that. It's yeah. just the uh, clumping together of the pieces. That's what I'm reminded of. Yeah, but that's where the similarities like stop.
0: Yeah, and I just remember uh, the character Dan. He had like the worst attack of all time. He would just send you like all the same color, so you, could, you like, could easily get yeah. rid of all of them at once. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny. You know, the guy who's like like the fake Ryu that can't like can only throw the Hadoken so far yeah but uh yeah Street Fighter 2 Turbo plays really well and I I thought I think it's really cool that I had the Japanese version and some people a lot of people consider that the best Street Fighter 2 on Super Nintendo that's actually
1: the first one we ever
0: had for the Super Nintendo
1: yeah, so well, I I never yeah. I most fondly remember that one because that's the one I played the most
0: yeah, I didn't. I never owned it, but I rented the shit out of it when I was in high school. Like, I rented it like almost every week. I don't know. I don't know how I didn't figure out that I could have just like bought the game, you know, <laughs> instead of like constantly renting it. Like, if I would have like saved like however much like the five dollars, whatever it cost to rent it, that I could have just like saved that for like ten weeks and bought it or something. But I never thought about that. But I ended up buying a I ended up buying Super Street Fighter Two later at a discount place for like probably five dollars. And I bought that one because it had everybody all the extra guys in it, but. I still think like Turbo too. Like like Turbo just played better. I guess I don't know. Maybe it's quicker just the way the guys are balanced or something like that. I don't know. I always had fonder memories of that game. I guess so. It's good to have it again because I all,
1: all I remember caring about because we had played Street Fighter two. Like we had rented that, but then Turbo came out and uh, we bought that. Like right after it came out, my dad really wanted it, and uh, it had the four extra characters. That's what like was great about
0: it. Yeah, Turbo had the bosses. You were able to play as uh, Bison and his crew. And then Super Street Fighter 2 added, like, all the other weird dudes. Added, like, DJ and Tomahawk and Cammy. Could you... also, long, could you play
1: think. could you play as the same character in the original Street Fighter Two?
0: Uh not th- to, Yeah, no, I don't or think you bat. could. Yeah, no or that was Turbo was... the first time that yeah. they allowed that. Yeah, that was a thing in Turbo. You know, you're right. So, yeah. that, that was a big so deal. That you was... could pick you could do like two reus or two Kens or whatever. Yep. Yeah. So
1: that's why I really like that one the most. And I did play uh Street Fighter Two II... wait, what was the the um... Super Street Fighter Two Turbo, or what, what?
0: It was just the uh, the one that came out after that was just super, was just Super Street Fighter Two was the one with uh, with Fei Long and and, and DJ Cammy. and all and Cammy and all of them in there.
1: Okay, yeah, I played that one
0: because there was I just yeah.
1: spent more time with Turbo.
0: I yeah, because I think the because the original the SNES one was just Street Fighter Two, right? Champion, Champion Edition. I think was. Genesis version, and that was one of the arcade versions. Also, with Street Fighter Two Champion Edition. That's always what I want to say for the first for the first cartridge for Super Nintendo. But I don't think that's what it is.
1: I think it was Championship Edition on the SNES too.
0: Was it? I thought it was just called Street Fighter Two. Anyway, there's a Super Street Fighter Two was when they added the four guys, and Super Street Fighter Two Turbo was the one that added a Super Gauge at the bottom, in case you're. Wondering which that was. Uh, that was an arcade, or I don't think there was a cartridge released of it. At least there wasn't here. I don't know, but there was a Street Fighter Two Turbo out for some system that added the uh, super stuff at the bottom, and I think Akuma was in that one also. Street Fighter stuff, but um,
1: but ultimately you got that game for really cheap, and it's it works well.
0: Yeah, I bought it for. I think I got them all for around like four bucks, probably. I mean, there was. Uh, I got th- what was it? I got four of them, and I think I got them for what was it like 15 something like that because they they sold it to me for less than than what it was marked i mean everything everything was sold less for what it was marked so so that was that was good but yeah i just uh yeah i just spent the whole week playing around with that stuff That happened on that last day that I want to talk about before I forgot about it. You went you went to play the VR thing, which we can talk about that too in a minute. But while you were waiting in line for the VR room, because we kind of went to like some of the other rooms that we hadn't seen on that last day... I went into uh, I went into the turbo room which was a room that was like just a bunch of turbografx 16s like set up all over the place and oh, I wow. played uh, and I played some shooting game I think it was called like Thunderblade or Thundergate or something like that I don't remember the name of it it was cool it was like a you know space shooter like a uh, side scrolling thing I played that. They had like a live feed going, so I like played that, and I, they filmed me and put it on the internet or whatever. And uh, but on the other one in the corner was uh, Castlevania: Rondo of Blood, and I had never played that game before. And I was like, but I had heard a lot about it, so I like sat down and played it, and I was like, oh man, this game's like really cool. I mean, it's hard; it's incredibly hard, but it's cool. And I played through it, and I found the secret character, and I was like, I was like, oh wow! Like, and, and it's all it's all in Japanese and all that. And anyway, I booted up my Wii and I went into the old uh, e shop and and bought a bought Rondo of Blood on there. So I made a purchase on the Wii like for the first time in years. So how much was it? It's nine bucks. Okay, but it's ten bucks because you can't do exact prices on there. Oh right, it depends on how you want to do it because of uh, it's you know it's the old schoolness of the Wii. So. You know, in order to, it's 900 points, which is $9, but I didn't have any Wii points on there, so I put 10 in there, and then there was one, so, so I have, so I have 100, well, actually, I have 400 left over now, because I went and bought some other stuff, which <laughs> we'll talk about, but yeah, no, I was just, I was just going through the, uh, all the Wii VC stuff, and there's a lot of stuff in there, there's like 60 Neo Geo games, there's like 80 some Sega games, there's like twenty some like Sega Master System games. Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of shit on there. Like they really added a lot of stuff. And I was just kinda looking through everything and I was like, wow. I mean, I missed this, you know, because we never so looked
1: really, did, that didn't happen on the Wii U.
0: Yeah, no, we never got that high in Wii U. I don't think there was any well, there were no Neo Geo stuff on Wii U, as far as I know. Uh there was no Sega Master System releases. There was a, there's even like an arcade that has like thirty games in there, like twenty, thirty games. Like there's like a virtual arcade thing. Which I have, I think all I have is Space Harrier off of that. But yeah, there's a a bunch of arcade games on there. It's just crazy. It's just like, just looking at that, and I know like it's, you could say it's not as high as it could be or whatever, but I mean, I thought it was a pretty impressive virtual console library for the Wii. And I expected all that stuff to go to the Wii U because little did I know, you know, that they were going to trickle it down, you know, for however long and release a game that released in the first week, like towards the end of the system. You know, talking about uh, world champions, world sport championships. Looking at you. Oh yeah, but uh, <laughs> yeah, just crazy to look at all this stuff. And I'm like, wow, there's all these Genesis games on here. There's all this other stuff. So uh, I, I returned, I returned to it today after, uh, after playing through Wonder Boy, which we'll get in when we get to Wonder Boy. Will be like its own thing at the end when we get to that.
1: It's amazing that the uh, Wii Shop is still going. But yeah. I guess. It'll get the Knicks eventually, like the DSi shop did.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't know. Like, if they keep it going, like, I mean, I guess they must still be getting... I mean, some people are buying stuff. Like, I liked it. I really liked that it was still available. And Rondo of Blood has always been something that's been in my mind since I listened to that Retronauts episode about it or whatever. And I was like, man, I should try to get that. Because, like, just thinking of, like, getting the price of, like, getting a TurboGrafx-16 plus the game in itself is incredibly expensive. So being able okay. to get it for $9 and not buy a whole other system is pretty awesome. Even though I thought about looking into like Turbo Graphics or like PC Engines or whatever like that type of stuff, but it's you know it, I don't think it's very cheap, and I know I know they're hard to maintain and all that stuff. But uh, you should definitely you should definitely check out the game. Like I know you're, you're a big Castlevania fan. It's different in the way of it's like you can't really level up like you could in Symphony of the Night, but there is like a save system. Like, it saves, like, every every level, so you can, like, you know, restart whenever. There's two playable characters, so I found uh, there's, like, and there's multiple pathways, like, for every level, so that's pretty interesting. But there's, like, a girl that you find who's, like, incredibly, she's incredibly strong. She, like, throws birds at people. That's, like, how she attacks people. And uh, she has like different. She has like weird like secondary weapons. Like you can throw a cat at people as one of your secondary weapons. And there's one where she can turn into a giant turtle shell as well. Like she'll she'll get inside of a turtle shell and nobody can hurt her. So you can kind of like walk through some stuff. Huh. But uh, I've been cool. playing I've been playing as her because like her attack is like much more powerful. She can double jump also. It's like one much more powerful than uh, was it Richter Belmont. She's like
1: a. Beastmaster or something,
0: sort of. I guess I don't know. It's all in Japanese, so I can't understand where the story's going. But it's like has like fmbs like cartoon fmb stuff, you know, and voice acting and all that. But it's all in Japanese. But it looks it looks really good, and this it sounds great, you know. I think it was uh, the CD. I think it was like the CD uh, PC Engine whatever that it was on. So the soundtrack to it is really good. But yeah, I, d- I recommend checking it out. It's one of those Ringo Audio like,
1: or whatever it's called. Yeah,
0: I, it's just one of those things that I like. You know, I never played it, so I didn't know what it was. Was like but then i actually played it and i was like oh this is cool i should get it so i ended up getting it and playing it for a while so that was another that was another retro thing that i hopped into was a old school wii and i kind of went through i went through my wii u games or my wii games that i had like on the sd card or whatever and i deleted some of the ones that i already had on the wii u and i must have deleted something i must have deleted whatever was causing trouble with my wii mode because now it works fine. Like, you know how I said it, like, would glitch out and say that there's a something yeah. corrupt on the system and it wouldn't load and I'd have to, like, reload it, like, 10 times? Like, I've probably, I've started it, like, 15 times and it hasn't done it. It's been like completely smooth, so I must have downloaded I must have deleted whatever was corrupted that was on there. Hopefully, unless I just jinxed myself and now it's not going to work anymore. But, but yeah, I've been able to jump from the Wii U to the Wii mode like really easily lately. So nice I'm playing around with that. I ordered. Um, I don't know if I mentioned one of the previous episode, but I ordered a I ordered a copy of Dragon Quest Swords, the Wii game. So I played around with that for a while. Which that's a it's a really strange game. It's like a it's like a one it's like a one Wii mode game, and you like you move around with the digital pad and like fight. And then you fight people with the <laughs> by swinging the remote. It's a strange game, but I got it just because you know another Dragon Quest thing. Is there is there anything else you want to say about retro stuff, or do you want to go? Do you want to go to the uh, to the Switch releases?
1: I guess I could talk a little bit about uh, my VR experience just briefly. Oh sure, because uh, while you were playing your uh, classic systems, I was on a new frontier. Yeah, <laughs> uh, there is a group there. And I, I should have Pulled up this information I've got it somewhere But they, uh, they're they working on a Virtual reality I guess Western RPG I don't know if that's what you'd call it But it looks like Sort of like Skyrim or something But it's in VR And uh, in the game I was I have never played VR before So they hooked me up It's going through an HTC Vive And it's got um, These wireless controllers That you hold That are kind of I don't know They're very strangely shaped um, They've got like Big like Hoops on them or
0: something yeah, I've seen them. I, I think I, I know. Yeah, well, I saw but, <laughs> I saw them use them. Yeah, don't forget that. Don't forget that we saw that girl. Uh, we saw this kid attack the uh, dresser before you. Before you got. Oh yeah, to do so it.
1: <laughs> I guess some context. This uh, this whole convention happened within a hotel, so some of the rooms were actually hotel rooms that have been converted into the exhibits. And in this room in particular, they just had a hotel room that you went into, and they had put the mattresses up against the wall and. Some other stuff, yeah. And uh, this little girl who was in line ahead of me a couple of spaces ended up like swinging her sword within the game and like hitting the controller really hard against. a piece of wood or I can't remember what it was. I I thought it was
0: the, I thought it was the dresser or like, or like the the TV stand or, you know what I'm talking about? Like the, it was like a big wooden thing. I think it was like, might've been what the TV was on, but you can, you know, pull out the drawers and put whatever in there. But I remember watching, I saw this part. I was still there for that. And I saw her just like edging like closer and closer and closer to it. And then it was just like, I was just, I didn't say it, but I was thinking to myself, I was like, it's just a matter of time. She's going to hit that dresser. And then it was like, wham, So, but the yeah. whole time I was watching
1: her play, I'm like, you know, I was getting intimidated, but, you know, not really factoring the fact this was a little kid that I could probably play it a little better. But it's like, oh, man, this seems like a lot to, to figure out. And uh, but there is like a, a little TV that showed what was happening within the game. And it didn't look very impressive. So I wasn't yeah, no, like expecting look, to be yeah. blown away. But there is a couple of people in front of me. And I did eventually like, you know, I had to wait about. I'd say at least 30 minutes, but I figured it was worth it. And when I finally got in, like, they put that helmet on me, it was unreal. Like, I was just like, holy shit, this is fucking awesome. Like, I didn't notice any sort of like a weird blurry effect or screen door, whatever they call it. Like, everything looked pretty clear. I mean, obviously, it looked like. GameCube era graphics or something like that but the frame rate was really really smooth it was over 60 frames i would say cuz everything moved really smoothly and everything about like which direction you were facing or how your head moved was motion control but to actually like move within the 3D space you used the control stick so that was a little weird cuz i yeah. would still like get close to something and then i'd have to like stoop down to pick it up but i could think i could just like a t- take a step forward towards it but i couldn't so uh, it was fun though like the whole game was just walking around shooting robots they're all the same robot and yeah you get gears oh there's a gun in it um, at one point i found a second gun and you can actually dual wield which is kind of cool oh yeah and they told me that i was the second person the whole weekend that had found the second gun so i felt special oh yeah but, uh, one th- one funny story they told us is that the night before towards the end of the night uh a drunk guy came in to play the game and uh they were like whatever we'll let the drunk guy play <laughs> and uh he they said like he put on the, the goggles and was playing for a little while and then at one point like he just became unresponsive and was just like kind of looking straight up in the air. And they were like, What's up? And he's like, It's just so beautiful. Like he was just looking at the sky. <laughs> And then he pulled a flask out of his pocket
0: <laughs> and started drinking while he was. And they and were like, took no. a shot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's And they were laughing about it. So yeah. that was one
1: of the first things I said when I was wearing the goggles. I was like, "Oh shit, I forgot my flask." Yeah, I thought you guys would be like, "It's so beautiful. Give me a drink." <laughs> it was beautiful. I mean, it really was. Like, yeah, it was over too quick. The controls were pretty easy to figure out, but as I said before, like you would get right next to something and it'd be on the ground, so you actually have to bend down to pick it up. With the motion controls, but you'd be just like one step away from it and you couldn't reach it. So you'd think, oh, let's take a step towards it. But you couldn't. You had to use the control stick to move slightly closer. And that was a little off-putting. But other than that, you know, you could like ring toss these gears up onto these whatever gears go on. Spools. I don't know what you call those. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Screws. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever they are. You could throw oh, the fish. uh Whatever. you could throw the gears up onto it like underhand ring toss or you could toss it like a baseball. Like the, the motion control of the hands was actually super like spot on sensitive. Yeah. So everything about the con- controls yeah. Anyway, I recommend if you've never tried VR, try. I guess the HTC Vive is supposed to be the best one.
0: Yeah, that's that's what I've heard. I, I worked on a I worked on an art show like that where they a guy made like art rooms that you could walk around in with with that. But uh, this is speaking of like how of how like you're saying that it kind of looked like a GameCube graphics or whatever. I'm wondering if that game would be able to run on the Switch. I know that people are saying that like the way the Joy-Cons work, there's possibility of doing a VR thing with that and of motion control. So looping it back around to nintendo stuff it's a possibility maybe if they did it maybe you could
1: uh you know feel someone's heartbeat in 3d
0: (laughs) well yeah i'm sure that's gonna happen in japan sooner than later but uh yeah the yeah there's like um i know they have those those uh goggle things that you can wear with phones that makes it that makes it vr so if it works with phones it could work with switch Aside from all the retro stuff that I played, there were there were a couple games that came out. Well, last week uh, we did the direct thing before the releases came out on Thursday. Thursday, uh, that Jack game that we talked about before that came out, and uh, Samurai Showdown Four, and, uh, and Mister Shifty did as well. I played Samurai Showdown Four a little bit, but I played a lot of Mister Shifty. It's uh, I don't know if you took a look at that at all or uh, no.
1: Uh, mostly, I've been seeing mixed press on it. Oh, uh, really.
0: I I mean I haven't I, tried it. Yeah. I I think it was cool. Like, do you remember do you remember the movie X Men Two? Do yes. you remember that movie? Do you remember the beginning of the movie where Nightcrawler like breaks into the White House to threaten the president?
1: Yeah, that was fucking cool, man. That's
0: basically how this game is. <laughs> it's a heist game where you have the powers of Nightcrawler. Except you're not a demon person. Even though like Mr. Shifty's wearing like a trench coat and like a hat and you can't see his face or anything, so I've been deeply hoping that at the end of the game he's just going to throw off the trench coat and you see that he's a little demon boy with a devil tail and all that. So he could be Nightcrawler in there. You can pretend. But no, that's basically what it is. It's like the video game version of that beginning part of uh, of the X-Men, of X-Men 2, which is pretty awesome. So I've been enjoying it a lot. It's uh, I like... Uh, yeah, it's like you you have the superpower to be able to bamp uh, or uh, teleport, <laughs> but you know, but in between walls and all that and there's kind of like sort of a combo way of doing it from like jumping from another guy to another guy to knock somebody out and uh if you get if you get shot at all like once you're automatically dead so there's no superpowers in that way but yeah it's it's enjoyable like i uh
1: so it's like a a little bit like hotline miami maybe i've seen
0: it is top it, down view of it it is similar to hotline miami into where you know you get shot even though i think uh Hotline Miami was like one hit kills, right? Where like somebody shoots you and you're oh, yeah. It, even though there is, there can be a little bit of annoyance with that. Like, cause I've gotten to the point of the game where there's uh, guys who have flamethrowers and if you touch the fire in any way, you die automatically, which I found that annoying because it was like, it's just like a little tiny flame. Like it's, and I, and you know, there's like some stuff where I was like, okay, that seems a little silly because I didn't feel like I was close enough to the fire if the fire was big enough to kill me, but it's kind of ridiculous like that. Like the same way, like you can pick up, you can pick up like blunt objects to hit people with, and uh, no matter what it is, it'll automatically kill the person that you hit them with. So, like you can pick up like pillows and throw them at people, and they'll automatically knock them out. So, I think that's, I think that's kind of laughable. But there's a, I got to a part where, um, where there's there's like some statues that you find. It's basically like a, you're basically in the hi, you're, It's like a heist. You're in this big building. You're basically going through to steal something. So you start off at the bottom floor. And you're, like, going all the way up to the to the top of the building pretty much. So you go through these different areas, and the level ends with you getting on another elevator that goes to, like, the next floor. So then you go through another stuff and find another elevator that goes to the next floor. That's kind of how it works. There's some parts where you, where you find, like, statues that are carrying different stuff. Like, there's a statue that's, like, carrying, like, a trident. And you can use the trident and, like, throw it at people, and it'll, like, you know, go through multiple people at once so you can kind of kill like lines of people like that i also got to a part where there's a shield where you found like a shield and you could throw it like captain america style so there's like another comic book thing in there and that's pretty cool because you can like bounce it off walls and stuff but uh yeah no i haven't uh what have been people saying i've been saying that there's some sort of like that it's glitchy or that it's uh what is what are the what are their problems with it online well i haven't
1: read i like i said i just saw like mixed reviews of it but some frame rate complaints as usual Oh. That's all that stuck out to me. I mean, I guess maybe people were saying like it was hard to play with low frame rate or something. But oh, yeah, I didn't. Really, I don't know, man. Yeah. I mean, I plan on maybe checking it out eventually. I, it just wasn't a oh, priority this
0: year. Sure. I mean, it's like and it's a little pricey. I guess it's like fifteen. But I think I've. I mean, I played it. More I really than, wanted Wonder yeah. Boy, so yeah. I like saved up for that one. Well, sure. I mean, Wonder Boy is the game I played more than anything else. But I wanted to talk about. Mr. Shifty as well, just because, uh, that's probably the, I mean, Shifty is probably the game I've played the most on there other than, you know, other than wonder boy and like the fighting games, like the Neo Geo fighting games, but it's like a game that I've actually gotten into, you know, and I'll probably beat that one next, but you know, I haven't, you know, I I still like, I barely played snake pass. I've only played like one level because I seem to get like halfway through a level and then die. And then I'd come back to wherever I was. So I was having a hard time getting into that game. And I played like the you know the graceful explosion machine thing for a while, but it's all the levels are kind of the same on that. It's all about like points and stuff. So I like something that was a little bit more about progression. So I've been enjoying Mister Shifty. But I mean, I I've only haven't noticed any like maybe like some stuff similar to Zelda, I guess. Where like it'll like kind of like stop, but not as bad, you know. Like when you're fighting the Moblins, I could yeah. see that maybe where it kind of like blinks a little bit, but it wasn't anything like I didn't think it was unplayable in any way. I thought it was pretty smooth. So I don't know because I just bought it off right when it came out because I thought the game looked really fun, and I saw people talking about frame rate issues, but I haven't dealt with that. So I don't know. So I don't know what it, I don't know what they're saying. So, but I, I think it's great. I mean, if you like like uh Hotline Miami and you like the beginning of X-Men 2, then you should definitely try it out. I think it's fun. And there you get to parts later where uh where there's like where they limit your uh limit your abilities, so you have to kind of fight regularly as well. So, there's been there's been enough variety to it to keep me interested in it for now. I haven't played it as much as I played uh, Wonder Boy, which would be like our last topic here, I guess, that we're going to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, Wonder Boy. I've never actually. Uh, so I did a little bit of research on Wonder Boy just because Wonder Boy is kind of an interesting series. It really is. Basically, all I really knew about Wonder Boy was that Wonder Boy was the same as Adventure Island because uh, I remember a friend brought over like an Xbox like years ago that had like a Sega Master System emulator on it with a bunch of ROMs and they were playing Wonder Boy and I'm like what is I'm like this is Adventure Island and they're like no it's Wonder Boy I'm like no it's Adventure Island it's the same game so it turns so basically Wonder Boy started as like an arcade game of sorts where uh, with the same play control as uh, Adventure Island and I guess what happened was uh, when the guys split off and to work with Hudson Soft they basically re-released the same game and just called it a different name because Sega owned the name Wonder Boy from what I read and that's why there's the two different games that are the same but the funny thing is like they continued to there were other Adventure Island sequels to that that kept the same sort of play control as that but weren't with the same people so but then after that like it's there's a whole like I don't I mean I, I'm not going to get exactly into it but yeah there's all these different versions like like once uh, cuz then then there was there was Wonder Boy the first one that was like Adventure Island or you know vice versa and then there was Wonder Boy in Monster Land which is which is when it started getting more like RPG stuff, which is kind of what we, what we see now in, in in Wonder Boy Three, but Wonder Boy. 2, which is also called Wonder Boy 3 in some in some releases, is like a straight-up arcade shooter. So, yeah. And then there's a Wonder Boy 4, which I don't think was ever released here, which is a Jap- which is a Japanese game. And then there was also a Wonder Boy collection that came out on PS2, which I think also didn't come out here. But there's different, yeah, there's different versions of it. Like, I actually, um, after playing Wonder Boy 3, I went to, I went on the Nintendo Wii, Wii Shop, or the Wii eShop again, and went and bought some Wonder Boy games, because they're like all on there. So, except for Wonder Boy 4 but um but yeah you can get you can get like uh Mond- Wonder boy 3 the dragon's trap it's the one uh, you can get that one the master system version on on Wii um I got uh because I really liked the third one I wanted to play more of the game so I ended up getting the first one the first monster world one I got I got Wonder boy and monster and monster world which is actually I got the genesis version which is actually a re-release of the master system version, but I found out that you can also get the re released version of the ter- the TurboGrafx-16 version of it, which is called the Dynastic Hero. Which is based on an anime, and all of the characters' names are changed to reflect that anime. So it's yeah, it's kind of like a, I kind of fell in it, fell into a wormhole of of Wonder Boy, I guess. <laughs> and I also bought the and I also bought the import of Wonder Boy Three, the arcade shooter version on Genesis. I got that one also on Wii on <laughs> the Wii Shop. So. It's been, wow, so uh, there's
1: a lot of Wonder Boy on Wii.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, the, yeah, there's like, like I said, there's pretty much all of them on there. So you can get, uh, if you're interested, if you're interested after making it through Wonder Boy 3, there's there's a whole like bevy of stuff to look into on, on the Wii. It's a whole you, world
1: of Wonder Boy.
0: Yeah, if you, if you want to look more into it. I really like 3 a lot. So I went back, so I went to play Monster World 1 and it's very much like 3. Except it's a little bit slower and you can't turn into animals. But it still has the same sort of Metroidvania type stuff. But how much uh, how much have you played of it so, thus far?
1: I don't know how to measure it. I have a key that I'm not sure what to do with. Oh, there's a uh, yeah. The there's ma- a lot of keys. I'm a mouse. Oh yeah, I hate I hate the mouse man so much. I've been the mouse for a little bit. Yeah, uh, I Didn't, got a key and then went somewhere and then I got another key and I don't know where to take that key.
0: Do you have you figured out mouse man's powers yet? Like what he can uh, do differently? He can
1: climb the checker bo- boxes. Okay,
0: because that's that's important. Like I only. I only figured that out because in this game, uh, if you haven't played it, there's a button that you can hit that will switch from uh, the classic art to the um, to the new art. There's a great emulated version of like the eight bit graphics that you can play, which I played through that most of the time because I thought it looked awesome. But there's if you hit the um, the top the uh, R whatever it's called R two. RZ whatever they call it on the on the on the right side you can switch you can like on the fly switch between that and a new like hand drawn looking art style that they had that they have for it and that's how i figured out that the mouse could climb stuff was i just flipped it to the other thing and it said like oh yeah push towards the checkered board things to climb it and i'm like oh okay yeah it, i
1: just figured it out on accident yeah.
0: but it said like, it well. in it said it in the modern version so they give you more hints in that way like the like the stuff like the places with the smoking pig which apparently he became became a like beloved character i guess from this game the the parts where you meet the smoking pig that gives you uh he gives you like um he gives you hints and if you play it in the modern way but if you played in the old way he just gives you he gives you a passwords oh right and actually all of the passwords still work supposedly you can you can put them in like the ones that you had from the old game and
1: he'll say he says something like i've been holding on to these passwords for decades
0: well, he, yeah, whenever, whenever I talked to him in the modern one, he would say stuff like, like I went, when I went in there as a lizard man, he's like, oh, you should get a cure for that. Or like, you, you know, you look ugly like that. And then I went in there later, like as the bird, or, well, as like after I had become the bird version and he's like, oh, the bird's been leaving feathers around here. Like he would, he would say stuff about the characters, but supposedly he gives you hints about where to go. Like I said, I played all of it pretty, like, 80% I probably played in the retro version, just because I liked the way it looked better. I mean... I
1: just figured out, after playing for a while, I was like, I didn't realize you could switch on the fly. I mean, I knew you could switch on the fly, but I didn't know about, like, the shortcut keys.
0: Oh, yeah. You
1: you click in the right thumbstick, and it switches the audio
0: back and forth, too. Yeah. I actually. Within
1: the options menu, you can do uh, sound effects and uh, music separately, but... For the quick commands, it's just all audio, switch between classic and new mode.
0: Yeah, I was actually, because, yeah, I was playing it, I switched around that, so I was playing it with the old, with the old soundtrack, with, like, the chiptune soundtrack, but with new special effects, Is how I played it, just because the special effects are basically like beeps and stuff, so I switched it around on that, and then played it, like, with the retro, with the retro visuals, for the most part, is how I I love did it.
1: how, I love how seamless it is, the switching it on the fly, like... They did a really fantastic job with this. Oh, yeah.
0: Now, you can do it like, uh, yeah, like I, I did, a, I put a picture of Twitter on Twitter of me, like I did a snapshot right with like one side retro and the other side, you know, the new art. So I was, I was able to do that. But yeah, when I beat the, like I made it all the way through the game. It's not that long of a game, but I played it a lot. But, uh, when I got towards the end, I would just kind of go back and forth, like, on the end part so I could see it in both ways, you know? But it's cool, like, how quickly you can go from one to another. And I would do that sometimes to see, like, I was like, oh, I wonder what the design, what they did the design for this. Or, like, I wonder how this character looks, like, from the new version or whatever, so. But, uh, do you feel like, um... I don't know. Do you, do you feel like it was pretty approachable? I mean, I got, I was able to make it pretty far before I had to start looking online.
1: Yeah, so far I haven't looked online at all. Uh, I'm going to play around a little bit more before I do. But
0: I think it's approachable,
1: and it. Uh, I'm starting to notice a pattern of how the doors work. Like you come to certain areas that warp you back to the town.
0: Yeah, every basically everywhere breaks works you back warps you back to the town is how because there's always because yeah everybody each each like different animal has their different. Uh, le- level that they go
1: to normal difficulty. I don't know if you played on hard. I'm playing on normal. Oh no,
0: I played. I played on normal. I'm I've not thought that crazy.
1: <laughs> first boss fight was laughably easy. I was like, why am I? Why is he barely taking anything from me? Uh, I think that was well, because that's you, were you were before
0: you were. Yeah, that's before you were changed. Well, then you lose all your hearts after that. Yeah, when you get turned into the lizard man, I didn't man. quite
1: understand. I was like, yeah, that confused me. But
0: once I started getting. a whatever
1: you call the heart containers, then I was like, oh, okay, it makes sense. I'm rebuilding my power yeah.
0: back. Yeah.
1: It's like Super Metroid or, yeah, or yeah, Metroid it's, uh, Fusion more like maybe that.
0: Yeah, it's like Metroid, Metroidvania or whatever. It's like, yeah, the, the, it's cool. Uh, basically, each of the different um, creatures that you turn into, like the different forms that you have, they're basically, like, what your power-up is, you know? So you every time you turn into a different thing, it can go to different places Right is the, the way it works out. And um, I guess it, it, as you get more into the game, there's, like, a couple areas you can go to where you can kind of switch between one or the other whenever you want, you know?
1: Oh, I hope that would happen. Cool. Yeah.
0: Even though uh, there's one thing I ran into, because uh, there's a particular, like, I was trying to get all the all the items before I got to the end of the game, and I'm not going to, like, say, like, what, the item is or whatever anyway there's an item that i missed that it's impossible to get if you miss it the first time and uh i was looking online and the original master system game there's like a code that you can do to make it to where you can switch on the fly where you can switch uh, you can transform from one thing to another like when you're not in that specific room and i was trying to get that to work but in order to do it you have to use the first and second controllers at the same time like on the master system, oh, and I can't get, there is no like two-player mode on this, so I could not get a second controller to like register, so I couldn't try to do that old move. So I was trying to find somewhere if there was a way to do it in this version, and I couldn't find anything. So hopefully there is some way to do it aside from the rooms that you go to, but I kind of ran into that, which was different.
1: Huh. Yeah, if they ever, they'd have to enable two-player mode there. There'd have to be a second input. To put
0: in the code. Well, I thought, yeah, I thought maybe they would just, I thought maybe they would just do a different way to put in the code. Unless yeah. they just don't want you to be able to do that. But it kind of annoyed me because you know I, I couldn't collect everything, and supposedly the thing that I needed to collect would have made the last part of the game a lot easier. And I had a really hard, I really had a really hard time at that with that last part of the game. And I thought it was because of that particular thing I didn't have. But I ended up making it through eventually. But there's there's ways, other ways to do it. But but yeah, it's uh, it was a lot of, I mean, I had I had a lot of fun with it. I may mean, I basically played that game until i beat it you know i didn't play anything else like i played it a lot yesterday i even had dreams about uh wonder boy because i was trying to figure out that whole form swapping thing so i had dreams about that that i figured out how to do it oh yeah but it yes it's 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 really it's really cool game like i like uh i hope they do that i mean
1: 20 bucks you know so far i'm like 20 bucks seems fine so far like i want to support this kind of stuff on and obviously I mean it's a really high quality remaster the music's like fully orchestrated it sounds like and the, um, it's all a like, hand-drawn art as you were saying so yeah I watched it uh, looks fantastic yeah.
0: they have uh, they have development videos online like you can find them on YouTube like from the website because I wanted to like dig a little bit deeper about like what the company was that made it and all that and uh, they they're talking to there's a whole segment like where they go to some big uh, retro video game thing in Japan and they're talking to uh, the guy who created the Wonder Boy series. And uh, he plays the game, and, you know, he, t- he tells them, like, what he thinks about it and all that. And they talk about, like, how they redid the music. Like, they basically, you know, use specific instruments that they thought belonged to that, like, level. So, like, when you find, like, the Egyptian level, like, they used, like, instruments that Egyptians would use, like, back then or whatever. So it seemed like they got pretty, uh, they got pretty into it for the, um, you know, for all the stuff. So that's cool. Like, for the, I didn't really listen just because of my own preference i like chiptunes better but i listen well, to it enough this, to yeah
1: this game that, came out long enough ago and was uh, influential enough or whatever that a lot of people probably have had ideas in their heads like if i were gonna remake this game what would i do like people have probably thought about it before a lot of the elements and maybe oh, that's sure. why it all came together so well that's kind of what i'm saying yeah not even just this particular developer but like everyone involved yeah yeah
0: yeah, I like. Um, yeah, I really like the way they did it a lot. I hope that they do more. I hope that people make more games like this. Like where I think this is like almost the perfect way to remake a game. You know, where you have like the new version and you still have like a really nice looking version of the original version. That's so the way it's the, like you uh, can do. I really wish. Like, imagine if you could have done that on like Ducktales. Like when the when the new Ducktales came out. Like if you could uh, have just switch it on the fly, that would have been amazing.
1: I have Grim Fandango on uh, Steam, and it does that where you can switch back and forth on the fly.
0: Oh, yeah, um, actually, you know what, but can you do it with, like, one, with the, can you do it with one uh, button? Monkey
1: Island, I think you can do it, too.
0: I know you can, I know you can do it on Day of the Tentacle, but can you do it with, like, just one oh, button right, that's Day dedicated that's to right. that?
1: You know what, I'm not, I don't remember. I've only played it on Steam, so I think, yeah, I think there's a dedicated key on the keyboard.
0: Oh, Okay. Because I thought that because I watched a video of it on the PS4 version, and I thought that you had to go into a menu to do it. That's why I hadn't heard of something like that. You had to like switch switches something on and off in the menu, which maybe you can. It's mapped to a button too. I haven't actually played it, but uh, I don't. I like, but I'd actually, like to, to
1: be honest. But I, I yeah. played Day of the Tentacle. Now that you you mentioned it wasn't Monkey Island,
0: it was Day yeah. of the Tentacle. Yeah,
1: I got it through some uh, humble bundle or something. But uh, sure, it does. It, it still does. Like like the music will continue and. Um, you know the old mode or back to the modern mode like
0: yeah. seamlessly when you
1: switch between them
0: sure well i in, in that instance i hope that they keep doing that though like it made me it made me very excited about the future of like emulation of old games and all that you know after i played it because i hope that that's going to have some sort of like revival now you know because yeah. those are those are my favorite games to play, or the older games. If you haven't noticed from what we have talked about in this episode, like <laughs> those are my favorite games to play, and I like playing ones that I haven't played before. You know, like I like last year I got big into the Drag Quest games I hadn't played, and I like playing the old NES ones, and kind of same with Wonder Boy. It's like, oh, I like this like RPG action type thing. For this, I want to play the other ones. So. You know, I'm hoping that we get more of this and other stuff. It's definitely cool. You know, especially like obscure stuff like this that I hadn't that I haven't really heard of. I mean, I'd re- hadn't really played a whole lot of Master System games, so I didn't. You know, well, the only one I played was Wonder Boy One, so it was uh, different for me. But yeah, I'm really excited to see more stuff like this, and hopefully, you don't get a. Hopefully you don't get too sidetracked and you you should definitely play through. It's like I said it's not very long, so I think that made it. I don't think easier. I'll get
1: sidetracked because I finished my main Switch game. I'll probably go back yeah. to it, but <laughs> yeah. I I don't know if I mentioned it yet, but I did beat Zelda. Yeah, a couple of days ago and I haven't gotten everything. Like I haven't gotten all the memories and I think you need all the memories to get the best ending.
0: Oh, okay. Are there multiple endings? I haven't I haven't played it since I since I showed it to you at the Midwest Gaming Classic. I've been slacking.
1: I'm two memories short of having all of them, so I need to find those memories, but I haven't done all the dragon stuff and I definitely haven't gotten all the shrines. So there's still stuff to do, side quests like Sure. I I just like I thought you know I think I'm strong enough to go beat Ganon now and I'd done all the I'd got all the divine beasts so I was like well, I'm gonna go fight Ganon so I just like went and it just happened it just worked
0: Have you tried uh, have you tried bowling lately because I heard somewhere online that they did a patch to fix it to where you can't make as much money off the bowling game anymore is that true? I was bowling
1: a couple of days ago and it was the same as usual oh, so, okay. unless they patched it within the last two or three days
0: yeah I don't I mean somebody mentioned it online that I saw earlier and i was like i hope that's not the case i mean i liked uh, racking up the money with that bowling game i was grinding bowling money
1: yeah 2 or 3 days ago oh, okay so yeah that the last time i was doing
0: it yeah i don't know i've been i've been in like retro heaven so i haven't uh, haven't gone but i also made it a point to only play retro stuff just because i bought a bunch of retro stuff it's a gaming classic so that's oh, why yeah. i didn't play zelda it wasn't because i didn't want to play it i was just trying to focus on the stuff that i got but yeah i hope uh yeah i hope you Play uh, Wonder Boy through the end, and you know, let me know what you think of it and all that.
1: I will, I'll and it's will.
0: and it's like a French, it's a French company that like did the remake. I was just curious as to like why they were so obsessed with this with this Master System game, but. I guess it's some of the stuff in the I don't want to spoil the ending of it. There's an ending that they added to it that's not really a story thing, but it's cool the way they do like the credits. And I guess maybe that explains like why you know why they did it. But but yeah, it's, it's cool. Like they, uh, it's nice that they just you know we able to do that that like, Sega was like yeah go ahead. I mean I know they're they're pretty lenient with their stuff now, but I want to see I want to see more of that in other games. It's, it's really cool.
1: I do too. And sure. I really like the option of seeing both juxtaposed next to each other. Yeah. The classic and the new, because you know the the new wouldn't exist without the classic. But the new is mind-boggling in its own way because it looks the, really, the, yeah, the the really awesome art and the awesome music and the really like they're probably paying just as much, at least, attention to detail as the original programmers as far as like the the aesthetic of the game.
0: Oh, sure. You know the the new stuff looks really really good. I just uh just my I just really like for my own taste. I like that I'm able to just play it. The way it was intended. I like that option. Like you should have, you should be able to have that Very option easy. for like you know for these for old you know for like Star Star Wars and Star Trek like stuff that's been Lucas as I refer to it as. Should always have the option to watch the old version. Like uh, Star Trek, right now the original series. Like you can't find any of the any of those. Unless you have the DVDs, the old DVDs that were released or the tapes or anything. If you try to watch it on like online or digitally or buy like any of the Blu-rays now, they're all like redone. You know, it has like all the new CGI stuff and all it and all that in there. They should always give you the chance to watch the old stuff, you know, how I feel. Or play the old stuff. You know, let it let it be its uh, especially like if it's something that you haven't seen before or something you haven't played before. For me it was kinda of like experiencing an old game that I hadn't played and I wanted to play it the way it was the way it was originally intended. Yeah. You know? So I appreciate the extra, the extra stuff, you know, for the veterans of the game. But for me who hadn't played it, I just wanted to play it straight up 8-bit, you know, and I liked and I liked that it had the option. And I switched it back and forth every once in a while, but it was mostly on the 8-bit for me. But it looks yeah, so, once it I, once so pretty. once I figured
1: out I could do it on the fly, I have stuck mostly to the 8-bit. Um, but there were, I think I mentioned earlier, I was speaking just with you, that uh, there's a couple of parts where like the background would be really really busy because it doesn't have multiple scrolling levels or whatever oh sure uh- so it would be easier to switch to the the new art style and then the whole, like, screen would kind of clear up and I could actually see where the platforms were and everything.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I felt like, I don't know, I felt like moving around in the 8-bit made a little bit more sense to me, I guess. Like, I could tell where my character was better or I could understand, like, where yeah. where the pits were. It, it just, it, it controlled a little bit easier for me, I guess. But, but st- I mean, they're both great. I mean, yeah, I'm just, I'm glad this game exists. But uh this uh we should probably uh put a pin in it soon. I think we're getting we're getting close to our time for last week's episode. Well maybe not quite, but still getting kind of long in the tooth here. Is there anything else you want to say about uh Wonderboy 3? No. All right. Well, uh that has been that has been episode 66. We are your hosts. I'm Trey Johnson. I'm Jeremy McCaskey. And uh you know, you can find us on nintendo com. You can find my silly Twitter pictures from Switch on a Nintendo underscore domain or at Nintendo underscore domain on uh, Twitter, and uh, I've been I've been posting. You know, I posted stuff for Wonder Boy, but I've you know, hopefully, I've been trying to trying to post for like everything that I play. Oh yeah, one thing I wanted to say before I forgot, um, I bought a I bought a new SD card today just because my other one was like you know sucking a lot because I got a fake card, and uh, I found out that you cannot hundred percent cannot transfer them like through a computer like you can't like take it copy it to a computer put it on a different card and put it in your switch that doesn't work so now we know and now you know so if you buy a new yeah. card you basically have to take all your pictures that you took and move them to the system memory which you can actually do that for your pictures and redownload everything It's basically what you have to do and wow. thankfully all your saves stay to the system so you don't have to worry about anything you download to your card but it kind of sucks so uh, I hope they fix that because anybody who bought like a 60 gig card or like something like that and they want to get the two gig or the two uh, terabyte ones that come out later, it's they make it pretty difficult. Because like if you basically what happens if you uh, copy your card from like one card to another, it won't recognize it as a card when you put it in the system. So it'll just say like you it, it won't. It, it'll just say like I can't read your card. I say restart it and then you do it again and say won't read your card. So you have to erase everything and then it'll read it. It's kind of stupid. It's like even the Wii, you could transfer card to card, like on a like on a computer. So I hope they fix that. Just just letting you know, I I, I full on tried it, and now I know the way it works. Wow. Yeah. It sucks. So I should probably <laughs> just
1: make sure I get a nice big card the first time I use an SD card.
0: Yeah, I bought a full on one twenty eight one, and uh, you know, hopefully that doesn't run out too t- too soon. Apparently, my only my other card only had like five gigs on it or something like that. So. Wow. Yeah. But it wasn't, but then again, it was the cheapest, you know, it was like the, one of the cheaper ones that I found. So I don't. I you took like a risk
1: it was, and it bit you in the ass. Yeah.
0: But uh, I, when I was, uh, one thing I want to say uh, about Wonder Boy before we close out, I know we already said our names and all that, but um, I was showing, I was showing Wonder Boy 3 to Jess earlier and I showed her like how it switched between the two different art styles. And she was saying like, oh, they should make a game like where you use that to solve puzzles, you know, kind of like uh link to the past, but like the other way around or link between worlds. Oh, yeah. And I thought that was a cool idea. So, uh, that's a cool idea. Somebody should get working on that. <laughs> That's a
1: really good idea. Yeah.
0: Yeah, it'd be neat, you know, if they did it where you could, uh, the like, it's, like, not actually a remake, but it'll pretend that it's a remake, and, like, do some sort of story about the game being remade, and you have to, like, live in two different worlds from, like, you know, the the new art style and the old art style. Maybe, like, each of your characters are different people, like, completely different entities, depending on what art style they're in. So just, yeah. right, see, it just writes itself. Just just let it go. Just keep Or going. if, like, your
1: sidekick <laughs> had been, like, re... Like, it was, like, the Japanese version versus the US version or something.
0: Oh, yeah. The remake. Well, I guess they sorted that with Sonic Generations, but I never played that game, so I don't know. The one where it's supposed to be like the old Sonic versus the new Sonic. They oh, kinda, right. They kind of did that, but but yeah, this, this is a cool idea. But uh, yeah, uh, you know, thanks for listening to the show. Uh, down, download us on iTunes or wherever else you get your podcasts at. Leave us a leave us a review if you like the show. It could help people see it or whatever, so we can get more get more uh, attention and all that. And you can email us at NintendoMain Podcast at gmail.com. And uh, you know, uh, until next week, uh, play Wonder Boy Three. It's good. Support that stuff. Buy that game. Buy that game. We'll see you later. See ya.